Whoa, Mondo cool. That's right, boys. Mondo cool. Let's get it. Mondo, Mondo, Mondo. Cool, cool, cool. 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 You know what it is. Fuck it's yeah. the Mondo Cool Podcast. This is episode 13. Welcome home. On this October 11th. We out here, we the boys, you already know, it's your boy Mark Lane, Damn. aka Some Black here 87 follow your boy. Ooh, ooh. And on the left we got... Okay. And on the right we got... We the got the oldest flexor, Austin Dodge. Oh, Jesus. I'm Austin the oldest Dodge. flexor? Oldest flexor, I don't oldest watch flexor. movies. Jesus I don't watch Christ. movies, let's go. Oh boy. Uh, coming live on Wednesday. Wednesday Wednesday, today, yeah. special edition Wednesday episode for the people. We're trying. Yeah, usually it's gonna be Tuesdays, this mm-hmm. is just a... Uh, uh, fucking mistake. Yep. <laughs> life, life came at us fast this uh-huh. week, so we pushed it back a day. But we're here for you, and we're about to give you the art. We're about to give you this illustrious news that's out here in the world. Huge news. Hip-hop, good stuff. Let's get it. Damn, son, where'd you find it? Where'd you find it? All over know. the internet. Let's get into it. <laughs> Literally everywhere. Alright, let's hop into this shit. Starting off with the Hot or Not segment. Mm. Reviewing the tracks of the week. Starting things off... We got the main man, Luda. Luda! Who's, you know, trying to separate himself from this Fast and Furious drama. And he's like, hey, how about some music, you think? So he's got a nice little single out there in the universe. I can pull it up. Give the people a little listen. Let's get a little sample of what Ludacris is up to these days. Luda, what are you doing? Let's give him a load of Luda. Yeah. Longest light night of life. Some people like to drink, some people like to smoke, some people overthink, some people overdose. I'm just trying to get the nice bottles on ice, pull some all night. Cause everybody got Thoughts. Thoughts. Comments, and what are your concerns? thoughts? <sighs> I guess I'll start this one off. Mm-hmm. Um, Luda coming back. It's been about what three or four Man. years since we've heard a ludicrous song. Uh, like seven months. Yeah. Oh, right. Or yeah, something like that. Song, yeah. yeah. Seven months. Six months. Uh, what was but, the last song? You know. He's sound. Look. Listen. 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 You gotta respect the man's career. Yep. All right. This is a Grammy Award winner. Very like very unique for when he first came out in the like 2004 2003 era, you know, DTP. We already know what it is, but the time has come and the time has passed. He's sounding definitely a little washed right now. Um very dated. The concept of the song is like so corny. Everybody's got vices. And then his list of things that are vices are smoking and drinking. Weed! People smoke and drink? Crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's not on the Zans because he's not <laughs> on that wave. But, but like, means. I'm just like, huh, smoking and drinking, huh? Whoa, whoa, dude. Fucking crazy. Whoa. Man, I'm, I hope those vices really hold you down, Ludacris. Jeez Louise, man. I haven't, uh, I feel like I haven't, like, listened to a Ludacris song that I was like, whoa, in a long time. Yeah. Um, but also, I feel like I haven't listened to Ludacris in a long time. But you're right. I think this is a man that needs to be respected, but also that doesn't mean he needs to be still listened to if you're not liking it. Right. I thought his attempt at a modern song was fun and cute with Lil Pump, a D-Rose, 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 D-Rose arrow, just going, vices, 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 vices. Mm-hmm. I see you trying to fit in with the kids, but 
you know, hello, fellow millennials. It's, it's <laughs> not, it just didn't work. But, I don't know. Ludacris, do you keep making music if that makes you happy, but hey, man, I'll listen to it once or twice. Yeah, like once or twice. If it came on in the car, I would get like three-fourths through, and then I'd go, oh, I forgot. I was listening to this. But I, I, Ludacris is a good guy. Nice mans. Can't, Shake that can't hate on him too much. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was okay. It's okay. I, I didn't think it was trash or like bad or anything. No, I don't think I'll ever put out anything that's super embarrassing. No, no yeah, you, it kind of seemed like you guys were a little almost embarrassing. Well, I'm the just way like, you described it. in terms of like hype for a new Luda product, like project, there's none. Like, I'm not, I didn't hear this and was like, damn, Luda's back. He's about to kill the game or whatever he drops next. I'm just kind of like, okay, Luda. Yeah, yeah it's, it's okay. Felt like yeah. he was just fitting in. Like, yeah. it was just like, hey guys, I also showed up today. Yeah, I did some homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I listened to a couple songs that the kids are listening to, and this is close. I, also, I think this song's way too long. Yeah, long. definitely way too long. This song yeah. was like, what, four or five minutes? It was it's really long. It's not five minutes. It was it's like four so minutes. long. At least, like, three or four. In an era of, like, two-minute songs. 420. Oh, yeah, 420. It's 420. I think that was done on purpose. Boop, 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 boop. I don't know. The song is called Vices, mm. and the song happens to be 420. Weed? I don't mm-hmm. know, man. That's, That's crazy. crazy. I don't know. I don't like it. Mm-mm. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, he doesn't need to make music. He's like a goddamn... He's fine. He's doing very well. I listened, I, I listened to the other song, and I kind of liked it a little more. Yeah, a little more Have like listened to the other one? Yeah. Yeah, I, don't even I know. liked it. But, um... It sounded a bit better. We'll see. It's not like he's got zero shot of making a good modern song, but I don't know. We'll but see hey. what happens. Yeah. Moving on, though, to something that is more modern. We got Rico Nasty yeah. dropping a new track. Key Lime OG. You gotta get it on the screen here, too. Oh, well, that's probably important. Yeah, I guess you would fine. all want to see it. Let's show well the people. It. It's pretty. Rico Nasty with Nasty. her latest single, Key Lime OG. Uh, I believe her next project is called Sugar Trap 2. It's coming out soon-ish. Ooh, yeah, like two weeks. Yeah. So, um, shout-outs to her. Doing big things. Making mosh rap from the, yeah. from from the ladies out there. Yeah, from the female's yeah, perspective. Yeah, dude. I, I just like more females in rap. And this is like that in action. I'm a huge fan of that, dude. Hair looking like Baja Blast. Yeah, I she's like the it. wig queen. She's got Good like shit, a man. crazy amount of wigs. I don't have a lot of experience with Rico Nasty. So is there any like backstory I need to know? Um, Rico Carly. Yeah, she went, that was like her Carly. big hit single song. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I know the iCarly one. Yeah. 
Wow, I haven't heard it since that, and that was a long time ago. I feel like. Yeah, it was like, like three, four months ago. Was it really? It feels like a long time. It was like ago. six months ago. Yeah. yeah, it's not that long. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Time, time is slow. But um, yeah, so she's doing her big thing. She's blowing up right now, doing pretty solid. Mondo, mondo. We'll see where she goes next. I'm excited for her next project. Basically. Yeah, I think she's getting better and better between this and popping. Two good songs in the last like month or so. So also, I she like I like the Rojo. It was pretty good. Oh That's yeah, like the one that she released today. Mm-hmm. I missed it. And it was short though, but uh, that was my biggest complaint. It was only like two minutes, yeah. so I was like, okay. Does she have a project upcoming or any products in the? Yeah, past? yeah she's she Sugar Trap One, which okay. is like out. I gotta check that out. Um, and then an upcoming project, Sugar Trap Two. Oh yeah, but she's just building her sound. Um, yeah, really? I, I felt like iCarly was cool, but it kind of got like obnoxious a little bit yeah. to me. Just like the amount, like it, I need time between the song. I couldn't like listen to it <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. Some point it'd be like, "I Carly, I Carly, I Carly." Yeah. I Carly. Oh my god! But this song, uh, it was, I thought it was just better overall. I could like listen. It's more exciting. I thought the video was really great. Video was sick. Um, I, I'm really interested. He's doing like a color scheme thing with the, like the red one and the green one, trying oh, to be yeah. like. Uh, Oh, that's nice. I guess it's like a cool new trend that people mm-hmm. are doing now, just like coloring their music by co- literal colors. But um, yeah, this is just a fun song. Like, right. it's not like deep or anything, but it's like she's no. wearing she's wearing a dress. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get anything too too conscious from her. But yeah, yeah, who knows? She's definitely just hype and brash and brings a certain amount of energy yeah. that's really exciting to see. So I'm definitely pumped to see what she's gonna do. But she's definitely also like herself. Is like her brand is definitely like not just that. Right. Like she's also like I don't know has like a lot of very specific interests that come into play that she brings up. She definitely has a personality that shines through, whether Mm -hmm. it's like her energy or the stuff that she's into, and it's it's really dope. I'm definitely excited to where she's gonna go from here, making less. I mean, kind of clickbaity tracks. I mean, iCarly's a pretty clickbait track but, so I'm glad well, to this see one, that she can this one's not, stand on her that's what I'm saying like this popping um, Rojas not like clickbaity so I'm glad to see that she can do more yeah I'd love to see more Very yeah cause iCarly's bordering on like uh, meme meme rap right yeah ugly god style yeah yeah no for real but speaking of memes oh boy Mr. SoundCloud's gone too far himself the sex number Takashi 69 dropping his latest single for his upcoming EP I guess it's mm-hmm. gonna be like six tracks I think he said on his Instagram um, but yeah newest single another wild video from the mans let's get this uh, run it all go. the way back here boop 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 all right, this one's interesting as fuck. Starting in the Instagram style, square. This? No, it started off square. Oh. Where is this? New York. I assume his like home neighborhood of Bushwick, but I don't know New York enough to tell. Don't quote me on that. Oh, 
when I get to the part that's like my favorite part that gets me hyped every time. Song. I know. Gotta, I, nice I, well. That one part, it gets me. We're out time. here. It's fine. There's no uh, no crime playing the whole song. Shout out to Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, dude, Takashi Six Nine. Wow, lots of sex numbers on your body. Sir. Yeah, two hundred or some shit. Two hundred. <laughs> He's got to get like two hundred sixty nine. I feel like he can oh, just keep going my, up in hundreds. Yeah. He's gonna do it. He's got to do it. Um, what are your thoughts, Mark? You seem to dance the most. I mean, I'm biased. What? Like a couple months ago or a month ago, I put him on the people you should know list. Right. Um. I'm definitely excited about this guy. He just makes wild hype tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the actual song and whatnot, it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's definitely like really solid. Not like the best I've heard from him. And same with the video. I mean, the video is more yeah. far more standard than some of his other crazy ones. But it's a good song. I'm curious to see what the rest of the EP is going to sound like. Uh, that one part towards the end that I played gets me hype every time. Yeah. But uh, it's just pretty solid. Nothing better or worse than what I've seen from him. So that's chill. Nothing nothing crazy, but it's a good sound. It's funny because you uh, pretty much just like read my notes uh, <laughs> off my iPhone here. I wrote a hype song. Don't get me bopping, though. I'm not really moving yeah. too hard to that one except for like rare moments like the one that uh, got you pumped It's that there. flow switch up I think is really what like changed yeah. that song. I feel like the video is significantly lesser than anything he's put out, but do we need to put him up to like a standard of making fucking movies every time he makes a thing? Um, the only thing I thought this video was really interesting and weird is I feel like we don't see gang shit like this anymore. Like, that was wild. I don't right. know, like, is gang shit still cool? Like, real question. Like, I remember, like, back when it was, like, you know, gangster rap, like, right. gang shit was, like, real cool. And I saw this and I was like, oh, that's, like... I'd rather see you with your squad all wearing unique outfits than like, oh, everyone wore red. I don't know. Is gang shit cool in 2018? Yeah, I mean, I don't. That was like my biggest complaint with mm-hmm. just the video. Like, song aside, mm-hmm. I was just like, one, two things. No, actually, three things. One, this was like, if you follow Takashi69 on his Instagram, he's been like advertising this video like crazy. And for all this like hype that was built up to it, it's pretty okay compared to his like other way more unique videos. And then, um, two, it feels very staged. One, because he definitely had to pay for that cop car to be there and, like, have the weed all over it and, like, all these other things. It's just very, like... His other ones feel, like, more authentic where you're mm-hmm. like, whoa, like, how did they get away with doing this? Whereas, like, this one is like, all right, like, oh. people were paid. Um, yeah. There, there was, like, a cheapness this video. Yeah, yeah. and I feel yeah. like this, like, the the video, like, I feel like there's definitely a place in hip-hop to do your classic I Got Everyone I Know Behind Me video. But, like, to, like, put production value into it, like, getting a cop car to put fake weed on, you gotta know it's fake, because there's gotta be a real cop there. Right. Yeah. Like, this video is fake as hell. And, like, man, the other videos were so intense and gnarly that, right. like, to have just a dude standing behind you video be produced feels weird. And I'm wondering if it's because he's signed to the same label as, like, Trippy Red now, and if, like, they caused, like, if, like, being on a label caused this more, like, mm. stage setup, hmm. and it's less, like, done by him and raw and just, like... 
they did it however they did it. The stakes but. are lower, too. I feel like he has less to prove now that he's put out some really quality stuff. Right. So he can start putting out these filler music videos until he puts out the next, like, big one that he hopes to hit mainstream. So, yeah. Potentially. What, what I thought on this song. Yeah. What, what's, <laughs> was, what's the Enrique perspective? I thought, I thought it was okay. I yeah. thought, compared to his other stuff, there's, like, less... I could have been the videos, because I thought the videos were so important with his other stuff, too. Yeah. That it kind of came hand-in-hand. Like, kind of like this very guerrilla, like, like shot marketing tactics of just like this like something you shouldn't be watching and like hearing yeah and this just feels like safe by comparison right. so very safe which is like the opposite of what he should be so feels like a so I guess like you know, the video did really let me down I feel almost like that was part of the, the appeal to me mm-hmm. so and therefore the song was just okay and the video I didn't like so it just ended up being like I almost just didn't like it mm-hmm. it almost yeah. feels like a Bobby Schmurda type video no, definitely. You know, like it's, it's like it is weirdly things. New York in that like yeah. aspect where that's definitely what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like if I had to recommend Takashi Six Nine to someone, this isn't the video. I'm last, choose. last song. Yeah, the song's fine, but the video, I feel, the video brings it down. Yeah, which is a bummer. But the, the song is also not like crazy enough. No, like I heard stuff like that. And not... Other videos and stuff are like I was like, whoa, this is fucking different. Yeah, yeah. this is just more like cookie cutter type. Yep. This song. And it's like agree. a good version of it, but it's just okay. Right. Man. So we'll see. Hopefully the EP, there's more of what we, what, at least I came to love about him at first. So I don't know. We'll see. I like him. I'm rooting for him. He's, he's had a lot of songs. I guess he was due for one misstep. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. But speaking, keeping the hype train going, we got the boy, the man, the the most lovable new rapper, I think, of recent time, Rich Chiga, coming out with his latest single, Easy Chaos. Just turned 18, huh? Just turned 18. Hit him hmm. with that intro. Hmm. The I wonder intro what that got me hyped. I wonder what that means. Damn. What are your thoughts? Man, it's just good. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't even realize he was only 18. I didn't even know, but that intro was that amazing. That sick, he was 16. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't realize. That's crazy. That stick was 16? Yeah. That had to be 17. No, no, that was like last no, year. No, yeah. It was like, it was like he was... He we was weren't tra- living here. No, no, no. Ago. He was going from 16 to 17. But oh, he was still right. 16 when right, it dropped. Right, right. It doesn't mean it's been two full years. That's it's not right. like his birthday. He turned 16 the day he released Touché, the video, Mark. Touché. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> wild, though. Yeah, he's insanely young and talented, and uh, he has a part in there where he talks about how he's just making a ton of moves, and something about the song was just inspiring and nice. Yeah. I liked it. I liked uh, it. I disagree. Okay. I don't like this song. Really? <laughs> really? I don't. That's Damn! Wild. That's okay. unexpected. Let's, but, let's hit this fuego take. Uh, it's not necessarily the fact that this... Uh, it's like a fine song, 
But like I, I want him to stop. I want him to have more variety than the deadpan voice. It's just like the lyrics are fine. It's just his voice kills it for me. I'm like really? I want, I want more emotion out of it to get hyped out. Of it. It's just almost like it's so, like it's, it almost feels gimmicky to me. His voice at this point, and this song, I was just like, damn, I want to like it, but like I just. Like maybe he can't do it. He's like he has like one of those weird, very monotone voices. But mm-hmm. like, man, I wish he, like he could use it more as like an instrument. Yeah. So instead, it's just like this constant like note of his voice, and I just don't enjoy it. Like it's, this song, I think the other ones maybe it was like initially the appeal. I was like, oh, this is cool. But like, I I kind of just like this is like the fifth song he's released, and I'm just like, dude, come on, let's do something else here. So I I was just in general just kind of I thought it was a cool video, and I'm. I'm glad that he's getting success. I thought his last song was pretty good, but this one I thought I was just kind of bored by. Hmm. Well, all right. I'll taking what you said into account. I will say that of all the production he's had so far, this is the first time where like his voice has noticeably not like fit the music behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like I think he does have range, and I'm not necessarily as worried as you are because like glow like that, he definitely like switches up his voice is a little yeah. more sing-songy. Um, but yeah, I definitely can kind of see how, like, his voice is more monotone to a much more hyper beat, where, like, mm-hmm. his other ones have, like, a very low tone. There's, like, a low yeah, bass yeah, that, yeah. like, fits his it's, voice. Yeah, it's like a, like a cool, much. calm and collected, but fucking, like, in the zone. Right, where right. this is, like, a hype beat, and he's not, he's still in the monotone. Yeah. I can see that. And also, I would say, like, he, another, a hype beat was the one where X and, uh... Was that song like yeah. gospel? Yeah, uh, I felt like his voice kind of worked on that one because the beat changed and also everyone else was screaming on it. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so it was more like, oh, it's a change of pace. Right. But then when the, the whole song is just warped, like like focused on his voice and just like him the whole time, mm-hmm. I felt like it kind of showed some cracks where I was just like, ooh, I don't know if this, like, it's not bad, but I'm like, I'm I'm a little worried. This right. is what like Mark, Fair. yeah. Cause yeah, like I'm. That's why I've been so eager for like a Rich Chiga project because I'm yeah. like I like Rich Chiga in like bits and doses. Like I like his singles, but yeah. I'm curious what like 45 minutes straight of Rich Chiga is gonna be like, mm-hmm. and whether or not and yeah, it's just gonna be yeah, it's just gonna be it's gonna sound very samey, and I'm gonna get bored. Yeah, uh, it can sound really good. Right. I just worry that he he just needs to show versatility. It's right. just like. A, yeah, he just in the long run he just has to, and he has he has to constantly prove it since he started as basically a gimmick. Right. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it's all super fair. I agree. Hell yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll see where he goes from here. Um, we'll see. That's all we can say is we'll see. But why don't we take a lookity looky? What? <laughs> Uh, yet another Ski Master Slump God song. I feel Jesus. like he's an official member of this podcast because we've reviewed him. so many of his songs. But he boy. just keeps pumping out good shit. He's making moves every day. Although, although we did review his project. I know. <laughs> which is very <laughs> tough. We've only reviewed his... I thought we were supposed to review and I listened to it, but then we did it. That's really funny. <laughs> so I'm a way more aware of him now. That's hilarious. Yeah. I love that. Well, let's make the people aware with this little... Snippet. Like it, like it. Hey. Hey. Oh, my God. Ooh. Yo, it's 
key. Get my niggas, they not turn up faces to all baby sitters. Tired of like babies, watch flick. Snake made of vocals, so got sicker. Stronger than sickers, make sure you're not bitter. Your bitch on my hot dog, got some Maya Wiener. Ooh! <laughs> Damn. And let's get, let's get a little wiener. bit of the feature on here. Man, he said wiener. He said wiener. I'm in. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah, offset sounds great over my speakers right now. Offset! Takes off. Well, offset, yeah, that's offset was going off yeah. on that shit. Yeah, I feel like takeoff got left off. That shit was nuts. Take I mean, just an all-around fucking fire track. This is, I think, everything I wanted, right? We mm -hmm. got unique production from Timbaland, who respected, I guess, the Missy Elliott remix and decided to hop on this bad boy. Yeah. Um, sounding amazing. Both Ski Mask and Offset. Going in. Shout out to the Hocus Pocus reference. Just saw that movie for the first time a couple weeks ago. Damn! Um, but fucking, it's just so good. And Ski Mask is just proving yet again that he's more than just a SoundCloud bass boosted artist. More than yeah. the Slump God. Whew. I mean, like, he's genuinely very, very funny. Too. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Zach and Cody. And, like, <laughs> and he said oh, yeah. Wiener. Dude. Yeah, he said I Wiener love, too. Which is, which is just fucking hilarious. I feel like Slump God says some words in hip hop that I've never heard get said in hip hop. Like, he's just like, I, I, I love this guy. I feel like he's such a, like, a pusher and a game changer. He's he's X without being a shitty man. Like, mm -hmm. he's fun. He's interesting. He's, he's interesting. funny. I just like him a lot, and I feel like seeing him collab with someone more like on the like main line of hip hop, like Migos. Who crushed? And shit. Who crushed? I mean, Migos. Destroyed. He's got big features. Migos, Fur, Yachty. I mean, yeah, some of the people he's working with right now. I cannot wait to watch this boy continue to like take off. <laughs> I I love this song. I thought uh, the two uh, Ski and uh, Offset were great. Uh, production wise, oh, I thought fuck. I thought it was cool, but I was like, I kind of wanted something else. Yeah. Like I thought, no, I thought it was a cool beat, like throughout. Okay. But I, I was like, damn, I kind of wish it was just something else. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Something, okay. yeah. It was like perhaps maybe I, I like that he's going, so I appreciate it so much. It's like a, a very different, weird skeletal beat. Right. Yeah. And it's so rare, and it sounds cool as fuck. But I just like I wanted something. I just like maybe between both of them or something, just to like. I felt like I just needed a little more oomph to me, but right. that that would have made it like a great song, a song I'd go back to a lot, and now it's just a pretty good song. So yeah, yeah, I, I felt that. I was just trying to think. It was like, oh, I think this is good, but um, whoa, <laughs> we're filming a podcast. Oh, we out yeah, here. No yeah, worries. It's all no good. worries. It's all good. Man. <laughs> Shug Knight finally got here. We got. We arrived. He finally saw the clip. He knew. He pulled Dude. up. He was like, "Yo, huh? I was yeah. nervous seeing him walk in like that too." Excuse me. Damn. Damn. Uh, so yeah, I think. Yeah. Otherwise, this would be like a song I would be like, "This is the fucking best song ever." Right. But now it's just like a pretty good, fun song with both of them, with a really interesting beat. Just yeah. a standout. I put it as like two standout verses from the both. Of them. Definitely. Yeah, they're both. The verses are the best. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah. I feel like I love the skeletal beat. I think it was insanely simple, and I think you're right. Like, if there was an extra element added, like, even halfway through the song or at some point, like, that'd be really fun and exciting. But I think 
what it was exciting to hear like two really talented people not need a lot of like crazy production to just be good. Yeah, they, um, they definitely showed them off more. Yeah, I feel like it, it featured a lot more of the like rapper rather than the beat, which is for sure the opposite of a lot of like what trends are going on right now with people like Lil Pump and whatnot. Yeah, right. So it's true because like parts of the song, it just the beat goes away and they're just and rapping great. like nothing. It's like acapella, mm-hmm. like at that end point with Ski. Damn, I like it a lot. Well, yeah. that's just that made me think of just like an interesting perspective because I feel like ski. The thing with ski mask that's almost like a gift and a curse is I feel like he's just the type of person that you just put like any type of basic or just any music and he's just gonna rap. Like he just wants to rap, and so I could just go like, and he would just like go off on that for like a minute. And I, but I feel like because of that, he's not gonna like he's not gonna be the type to do like a big Kanye orchestration with his, like, music and his, like, sound where, like, I don't know, things transition or bleed into the next. It's just gonna be, like, beat and I'ma go off. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what that'll, like, mean going forward where it's just, like, are we gonna have enough of just, like, you spitting bars? I feel like if there's, like, a producer, not necessarily him, but maybe he teams up with a producer throughout a whole project. That can just expand on Like a Timbaland? Yeah. Or, yeah, just some, yeah, Timbaland. (laughs) Just somebody who's, like, in charge of, like, managing his sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rap, obviously. Rap songs. And, like, have it be very focused sonically. I think he could do something. But otherwise, if he releases a project... The last one was pretty coherent, but it could just be a fucking mess of a bunch of different sounds. Right. But he sounds great on each song individually, but maybe as a whole might not sync as well. So I think his best moves would be to find somebody to like focus in and like let's hone in on some songs. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I think the boy is just ready to rap, and if you put him on whatever you put him on, he'll do it yep. just fine. Yeah, so someone's just finds... going to take him under his wing for sure. Yep. Yeah. Very much agree, man. But at the end of the day, one thing we can say is he's got the juice. Ooh, and that's going to lead us into our next track. Yo, got him. Which is, yo, got his <laughs> new track, Juice. Let's give you guys a little sample sample. Mmm, juice. Mmm, juice. Refreshing. I never saw his picture. OJ the so Juice funny. Man? I got the juice, juice. No way, She got the juice, juice. This might sound like every fucking song from Yo Gotti. <laughs> I thought he could just spell DMs and that was it. <laughs> Break it up. Break it up. Can I start this off? Please, because I think we're on the same page here. Well, no, I don't think we are. Maybe not. Uh, I just—it's funny because, like, in theory, I think I shouldn't like this. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but, here we go. Of all the but, people. But I do. Of all the people. Okay, let's hear it. And I really have no... It literally sounds the same as Rake It Up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like... He has like 10 songs that sound like this. But it's just so catchy. Yeah. Like, it's just so... And I'm like, oh, this is... There's just something about it that's like... I, I don't like him. And like, everything he says, I'm like, oh, that's stupid. 
But there's just there's just some vibe given off on the track that I, I don't know. It's just infectious to me, Ooh. and like I end up enjoying it. It's hard because I agree with you, like sound wise. This song sounds really fun. It sounds generic. It sounds really fun. But I just hate Yo Gotti. Yeah. I just can't get down in the DMs with him at all. Like there's nothing about Yo Gotti to me that doesn't seem like pushed and fake. Like I don't know. I feel like I hear Yo Gotti all over the radio, but I've never seen him occur naturally online. Ever. I've never seen someone I like be like, yeah, yo Gotti. Dude, time I'll rake it up? Because that song is... <laughs> but it's on the radio. Yeah, song, but has, uh, have any of your hey. friends posted it or talked about it? Yeah, because of Nikki's verse. The China. Oh, because Nikki. Oh, exists. because China. Nikki rhymed China, 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 China with China. China with China with China. Dude, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of China. Bars. But that was I love the China verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with that shit. I, I, I fucking, am cool with that shit. I fucking love that verse. I, I've, I, I, I like Nikki. But, but to be honest, though, I do stop that song after she leaves because yeah. I'm like, this is enough. Also, because I like that this song is like two minutes and thirty seconds because that's as much as I could take of, of Yo Gotti. Yeah. And there's just like a cool, fun, slick, like like laid back slickness to it that I enjoy. And it's not, I can't really defend it, but there's just something in me that <laughs> I, I feel it though. The song sounds okay. I can't, I can't, it I can't nice. defend it. Because yeah, I mean, I just like. I don't know. Yo Gotti has just been someone who's very popular and I don't get it. And I'm just like, he's got to be industry pushed. Media dollars. I feel like maybe I need to meet someone who's a fan so then I'll get it. But like, but I haven't. It's just, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. Anybody like Yo Gotti, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Other than, other than this man. Send us all individual Wait, I tweets. I don't count. I enjoy two songs. Do you like Yo Gotti? Are we going to review his album then? Are you going to champion his album? Well, when does it come out? It's coming out in like two weeks. <laughs> all right. I'll listen to it. It, yeah, I'm a Yo Gotti review corner. All right, we'll, all right. We'll see. We'll, we'll put it on the list. You got it, Mondo. Mondo, got Mondo it. Cool incoming. Yo Gotti is gonna be my favorite album of the year. Also, I'd like to point out there's um, a part in his verse where he's like, um, "I don't got, I don't use, sh- I got a security team, but I'm, I'm the shooter." And I was like, hmm. But Yo Gotti wins. Well, well, first of all, there's the Young Dolph scandal. True. Where he was, he's apparently responsible for that. So uh, I'm like, did you just snitch on yourself? Nice work. Or is it the classic, you're not really about that life, but you said you are. I don't know. I mean, either scenario, it's awkward. Yeah. Because either you are responsible for shooting Young Dolph, or you're lying on I the would, track. I wouldn't take anything he says in a song. I think he just said that just to... It's just but everything. right after you're accused of shooting young golf yeah, is a bold matter. move. I think, I think everything he says is garbage. Yeah. Like, but, there's <laughs> but just, you love him. But it's like real laid back, cool garbage. Okay. And it's just, you know, sometimes you need some junk food. He's like the, I don't know, he's like the Doritos Locos Tacos. Yeah. He feels like a parody of good music with no jokes. Like, he has the kind, sound. But it's like kind of funny. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but it's just like the fact, just like rick it up, 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 rick it up. It go down in the DM. It go down. It's just. Which he also got a Nikki. Didn't he get a Nikki feature for that? Well, she did a remix, I think. Was it her? Okay, but that seems pretty suspicious. This man who comes out of nowhere that nobody seems to fuck with, that just really like, I don't know who's really in it, and then he gets two Nikki features. Is that like not like an industry red flag right there? I think I don't. I don't really. Nicky's not just giving out I features. I don't care whether or not he's industry pushed, pushed, but there's like a meme rap type thing for me with him that just like he thinks like a phrase or something, and he just kind of like 
Definitely, probably industry push because each like the, the sure. concepts and stuff are like, all right, strippers, what do they do? Yeah. And it's like, oh, they rake up money. That's a good song. It's on the radio. <laughs> so like, all right, how about like DMs? It's like, oh, that's so fucking relevant. Like, <laughs> but like, I, I love. <laughs> it's just so bad and stupid that there's just some. It gets to me. I don't know why. Maybe I don't know if I'm the ideal audience for Yo Gotti. Mm, no, I, don't know. I hits, feel like the idea. It, it hits a line. <laughs> And I don't know why that line hits for me. I mean, there's definitely a catchiness I get to it. But I get the catchiness. I don't like the man behind it, I guess. I hate and it's him. just enough to ruin the whole Oh, line. I don't like him. He's gross. No. He's, he's, you gotta go. You gotta go. Damn. Well, I mean, he shot that dude, right? That's, I, that's, what, we, that's what everyone... Young Dolph got out of the hospital, I think, today. Was yeah. it not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is that like... It's, it's, it's not like a thing. He's just saying he didn't, but it's like everyone thinks... I mean, I the LAPD much. has officially like denounced him as like a possibility, but yeah, but was it that was like initially when it happened? A bunch of money, yeah. Stuff? I mean, I don't okay. know. Yeah, damn. It's the LAPD. I can't exactly trust them on their words. So okay, dang. But that about concludes hot or not, and leads us into our hip hop headlines. And the first is a bit of wild Billboard statistic news. So we'll see what happens with that. But uh, basically, Billboard is repor- reportedly in the works to counting YouTube streams as album sales uh, going forward. So that's a pretty, pretty All right. bold decision. So here's the thing. YouTube, you going to tell us what a view is? Because, damn. That's what I'm saying. To have that happen, you got to reveal your entire algorithm. And you can't change it constantly, fuckboys. <laughs> so YouTube, I don't trust you in the slightest. Get the fuck out. Stop. Because, like, specifically with YouTube, and it's been proven with songs like Gognum Style, a lot of those views are fake as fuck and bought by the industry, and to the point where YouTube will legitimately remove 30 million views off a new song. And you're like, whoa, that's weird that 30 million people didn't actually watch that and the views counted for a while. Like, ghost viewing is very much a thing. You can buy views on YouTube. It's not a joke. Check out Ty Lopez. You think he got a million views organically? Not how that goes. Anyways, I think that's suspicious and I don't trust it. I don't think YouTube should be in, included in music right now. They need to get their shit together as a video website before they enter another like genre. Yeah, I think Billboard's definitely going to have to take a deeper look into this because like, it sounds good on paper in terms of like you know people coming from like world star hip-hop getting those millions of views and like not really getting onto like the radio or the Billboard charts. Yeah. But at the same time, like views are very questionable and then What's that allows... View? Then that allows things like, I don't know, 4chan can be like, let's make this dumb song really popular, and now it's on the Billboard charts. Or, or Jake or Paul. Jake then, Paul's on exactly. the Billboard charts And then now. you get all these YouTube fuckboys who already have an audience that just naturally get these many views. They're now musical artists because they did something else. Right. So Ooh, it's, gross, it's tough bad. To, but I mean, we'll also see, maybe they'll figure out, you know, the balance in terms of just how many views count is like streams or something. I don't know. It's in the thumbnails are going to get worse. Type stage, so thumbnails we'll are going to get worse because they're going to be like, click my video. I think in general this is a in concept like an idea that is good. Right. Yeah. Like just the the fact that like a lot of times there could be songs that they make no money off of YouTube, and that really sucks. Right. Like big time. So I'd rather people just like it be like a trash fire for like a year or two until they figure it out. Then it not happen at all. So I think this is a good initial move. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's a good initial move, but YouTube's broken. So like that's the hard part. Like I feel like it's it's it could be a great play, but I get the same video recommended on my homepage, and I watched it a year ago, 
I can't wait no, till, Ooh, Mr. Cat, Cat no, wants no, to no, say no, hey no, to the no, chat. Rub one on the mic. Ooh, that's kind of nice. I hope that sounds nice. I hope you get some nice cat ASMR from that. Damn. But yeah, dude, I just, I don't know, man. I just don't trust <laughs> YouTube in the slightest, and I don't want them ruining charts uh, like they ruined their website. Because like you said, this is a great idea, Mr. Cat. <laughs> Please, <laughs> let me just, let me just pet you. So YouTube counting streaming towards like the billboard, incredible idea. Great concept. But YouTube as a video website, also an incredible idea. Great concept. I don't think either of them are going to work well. No, I, I don't think so either. Yeah, but, but like, uh, you're right. I wish these YouTube views could count, but I, I wish YouTube was working first. And that's really it. Um, yeah. It's, I, it's just broken. It's broken. Yeah. But um, the billboard's also just kind of broken, too. I mean, it's that's all, true. Yeah, you're right. That's right? true. That's a great point as well. So, I don't know. I think it's just Any part, steps to I, possibly fix it is I would good. Say, I would say also just... I don't know. I just feel like just music is just getting back to where, like, you know, the internet used to be kind of like this crazy place with mm-hmm. all these crazy possibilities. This is just part of, like, uh, making music all, like, kind of like the mainstream type. It's like commodifying, like, the internet to be mm-hmm. part of, like, the billboard is, like, kind of like a last ah. step to, like, not being like, these are not two separate things anymore. Yeah. The mainstream is YouTube music, right? Right. Like, that's... And this just feels like kind of like almost so, a nail in the coffin for like interesting stuff. Yeah. Other question: How does autoplay fl- like go into this shit? Because damn, I'm listening to someone I like from SoundCloud, and I get up to wash my hands and sneeze, and next thing you know, I'm playing Kodak Black. Now he gets an award. Mm. I'm upset. Mm. He gets an award because well, because like autoplay. The, the stream and the you know, so I'm I'm listening to Slump God. I get up to go get a but quick sound, snack. But SoundCloud moves works the same way. If you're listening to the feed. It goes by radio, but also, like, it doesn't go... But the way... There's a difference between SoundCloud and YouTube's algorithm. YouTube goes, what's already popular and what's already massive and big? Uh, Here it is. SoundCloud, I get songs with, like, 59 listens Mm. at random autoplayed. And I'm like, yeah, that's autoplay for the people. But YouTube specifically is like... Oh, here's a deep... Say you're watching Six Dogs, and next thing you know, he's they're playing X because that's SoundCloud. And now X has more views because I got up. Mm-hmm. And it's going to keep going until I come back to that computer. And all mm-hmm. these artists are going to get ghost views that aren't real. And, like, damn, that just being popular for being popular. It's like people just leave their radio on. It's the same thing. But it doesn't count your radio. Yeah, it does. It, does it count the amount of people listening to a song towards, like, awards? Not necessarily. Well, hmm. Because this is an actual yeah, number that they're using for, like, data to give people prizes. I don't know. It was, like, Pandora and stuff, too, work like that. Like, when people listen to music, it's just, like, these radio stations. Do they like, count online. Pandora streams towards Billboard? I think so. No. I don't think, they count. I don't yeah, think so. It's, like, music streaming sites. Yes. They it's, counted. like, Spotify, so... Pandora, like, all those are counted for, like, streams. How does Pandora work when you're not even choosing the music you want to yeah. listen to? Yeah, they get, they still get, yeah, they See, do. See, then, I think overall the system is, if Pandora counts and the whole system's fishy. No, it, it is fishy. I'm not, I'm not arguing that it's not fishy. Oh, for sure. But I get that. I, I'm just, uh, I don't know. It's, like, <laughs> it sucks, but this, they're not going to change it. Hmm. They want yeah. the people who are making money to make the most money. No, it's YouTube true. YouTube only cares about like the biggest content creators. As you can be seeing about them right now, they're fixing for only like the premier YouTubers are complaining. 
like their their complaints, but nobody else. But unfortunately, a premier YouTuber in this era is uh, is the word a brand because like Philip DeFranco and H three H three and like many Casey Neistat. That's not a brand. That's a YouTuber. He maybe made himself a brand. But for example, there was the Las Vegas shooting and whatnot. Casey Neistat makes a video where all the money from the video goes to a charity. Jimmy Fallon makes a video where he literally just goes, oh, it happened. Jimmy Fallon gets ads. Casey Neistat does not. Brands are getting ads, and YouTubers are losing them. Um, and it's very well, sad. Did you not see today's news? Mm-mm. Okay, so that's what I was talking about. Okay, Today I missed it. No, YouTube is specifically catering now towards like the, the YouTubers who are big. But what does they're that like, mean? Are they no, writing just, a letter just like Facebook no, no, said they would stop they're giving, copyright? They're giving them options and like things to do in order. It's basically the big like the the Philip DeFranco's and stuff. Basically, so they stop complaining and being like the big voices of reason. They're gonna like give wow. them everything they want, but then nobody else is gonna get it. So that's good it. luck. So that's it. I can't wait for that to like probably fail. Yeah. Ooh. Because even the big YouTubers are gonna be mad at that. Yeah. Because they were small YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Mm, but yeah. that's what they're pulling right now. They're gonna just all right. We're putting the class trying. system in. Let's go. Yeah, they're making a class system now on YouTube. It's disgusting. So it's just no different than like real life. So <laughs> YouTube has become real. YouTube life. Yeah. ruined the Uh-oh. planet. Damn. But you know who's still getting mad? <laughs> Let me tell you, the man me over YouTube, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the man you know who's gonna be mad about stuff. Eminem. Coming in, causing huge headlines out of the BET Awards, Hip Hop Awards, with his four-minute cipher, throwing shots directly at the dumbass in the White House. Wait, are you gonna play it? Yeah. Can I? Can I just do it? Yeah. Yes, do you do your lyrical, spiritual, visual, <laughs> lyrical, liberal, bro, fuck Trump. There you go. Uh, let's not even play it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's we're going to play some of it. <laughs> Lyrical, spiritual, miracle, vehicle. Miracle. Oh, that's going to mess it up. Right how am I going to start? Wait, how was I going to start this song? That part's sus. I forgot. Did you? Oh, yeah. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not, but that's all I got till I come up with a solid... That part was annoying. Especially when it's online. Mm-hmm. Got a plan and now I got a hatchet like a damn Apache with a tomahawk. I'ma walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time talks. Wait, I haven't listened to it now. I'm this is the number one trending video on YouTube today, by the way. Just for right. reference. But number one. Give Obama props, cause what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops and he waits for shit to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around to the bombing stops. Intensity's heightened. Tensions are rising. Trump, when it comes to giving a shit, you're stingy as I am. Except when it comes to having the balls to go against me, you hide them. Because you don't got the nuts like an empty asylum. Miracle. But I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper, though. Uh, yeah, it's about another three more minutes of that. Acapella freestyling. And this one's difficult. Because it's like, one, I mean, yeah, fuck Trump. Fuck, you know, everything he does. And there's obviously some amazing points he makes, but more so towards the end. Um, but it's just... It's weird. It's just like an angry, spoke, like spoken word at the hip hop awards, 
And then it's very, like, crazy, overhyped. Unfortunately, shadow, overshadowed everyone else that performed there. At the uh, BET Awards. Yeah, at the BET Awards. The BET Awards, Eminem's the big point. Feel, yeah. yeah, well, it's, the pro- it's like the problem where Eminem exists as, like, the, in theory, probably the most popular rapper. Right. Right? Just by his numbers, right? A person who appeals to literally, like, everyone, like, even old school people because of his underground, mm-hmm. like, roots to like he was also like a pop star weirdly but um yeah i i like i think i don't think this was like for us and i think it's just for like there's just such a like a rednecky like red side to like eminem's like fan base that I, i'm just glad he took a stance and he said something right. as yeah. opposed to not saying anything and the fact of saying hey you could follow me or you can follow trump you have to choose and right I'm he made that distinction, that line, and I, I'm like, wow, that's actually really hard. I mean, like, that's a scary thing because you divide your audience. Because mm-hmm. at the same time, Eminem's never really cared about those type of things. He right. also has more money probably he could ever. Yeah, he's at a point where he made. shouldn't care. Yeah, he shouldn't care. So I'm glad he did it. I was surprised this didn't happen earlier. I feel like it's kind of annoying that it didn't. But overall, I mean, like, this is not like a great freestyle or anything. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, guys, look at this rhyme schemes. Hot pot, Scott pot, <laughs> coffee pot, super hot, super hot. Super hot. But, super like, looking, I think fire. just a fun thing to do is if you look at, like, kind of, like, the more, uh, like, alt-righty Eminem fan responses mm-hmm. and just seeing, like, how, God, that was mad, how mad they are and it just made it worth it to me. Right. Yeah. I was just looking and I was just like, oh, they're so mad. This is great. I, I want to jump off that because yeah. my favorite part about this was reading the YouTube comments. Yeah. Section. And you're right. I feel like this, it, he, Eminem does come across this really like weird, like, like, I don't know, uh, Southern almost like yeah. style of like just appealing to that like mm-hmm. type of person. And so many people in the comment sections were like, Man, I really like Eminem, but I don't know what to do because I also like Trump. And all the replies were like, he literally told you he drew the line, you to choose. And, and they were like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, wow, that really, like, you're choosing between a rapper and the president? Like, this is crazy that this is, like, a thing we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, but, yeah, I like that this pissed off a lot of his fan base because I think a lot yeah. of his fan base is the, like, that style of person. And uh, it's cool to see them get a little... They're Jimmy's Russell, those big like snowflakes. certain people who like, <laughs> Eminem... Eminem used to be anti-establishment, but now it seems like he's pro the establishment. I was like, who the fuck is president to you right now? <laughs> yeah, I know. Who the fuck is the establishment right now? Classic Hollywood. Can't keep their mouths shut. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, dude. No, no, they, they say establishment, implying, like, the gov- like the, the trend of, like, what people are supporting. Mm-hmm. People are supporting Trump right now. Mm-hmm. This is anti the thing that's, like, the biggest thing right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's literally not doing anything different that he's ever done before. And just one more thing to jump on. You said it really well, too. Uh, you were like, this didn't feel like it was made for us. And I think mm-hmm. you're right, because all my hip-hop friends who really like hip-hop, none of them could give a shit. I saw them post great parody Snapchats. Mm-hmm. Very funny. All my people who don't listen to hip-hop were like, this is the best thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like YG came out with Fuck Donald Trump and didn't get a lot of credit. But, right. I don't know. And so, yeah, to basically jump off from what you were saying, my biggest point was like, did it need to happen? Yes. Did it open up an interesting dialogue? Yes. yes. Did it rattle the alt rights, Jimmy's? Yes. yes. Platform choice? Questionable. Ooh. Like, I mean, because he's basically preaching to the choir. Like, we're all like, yeah, we've been saying this for a long time. And, like, he was really taking shots at Trump and, like, Midwestern rednecks and, like, the alt right and, like, people he's had to deal with. 
and it was just like like the audience like people like black people essentially were not like getting anything like new out of this and he ended up just taking shine out of a lot of like other black artists at the BET Hip Hop Awards so like that was like a little questionable that now Eminem's the face of the BET Hip Hop Awards right now but like it did need to happen. Yeah, it's very difficult. So, it's yeah, like one it's of like those. it's a definitely like complex moment, but Man. for sure. At the end of the day, fuck Donald Trump though. That but yeah, nice. still fuck Donald Trump forever and ever and ever. So there's that. Forever uh, and ever and ever, forever and ever and ever. I mean, like, and ever. It seems, I mean this is not. I mean, as as bad as him, but right. more people maybe might be aware of the BET Awards in the future because of this. Yeah, and hopefully that, that might yeah. work. Out. I mean, hopefully. I, <laughs> it's just weird thing when like he's using like. His platform is such a weird one, mm-hmm. existing as like the white rapper who's also like the most popular rapper, right? And like existing in that space, like I feel like any decisions he makes, it kind of like somebody gets fucked over, right? Yeah, and yeah, uh, it sucks that like everybody else kind of got outshined because like Kendrick gave a great performance. Ski and, mask was there. Mask. A lot of people were there. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, that's it. That's, Dang. that's about all to say, but I mean, speaking of Donald Trump and Twitter fingers, Lil B has weirdly been wilding on both Facebook and Twitter. Um, some good points, some, I don't know what you're doing. Got up. But uh, <laughs> the man went, to t- decided to unprecedentedly just go in on Post Malone. I guess someone had to do it, and Lil B decided to step up. Uh, fucking roasting Post Malone for just on a series of tweets, referring to him as French Toast Malone, uh, basically <laughs> saying <laughs> Post Malone is slowly turning into a white dude. Law, he's pushing it. Give him a few years, he's gonna be full country and hate blacks. LOL. <laughs> and he, there's a bunch of other tweets, but uh, Miley Cyrus. I mean, I don't know. Can we read, read those real quick? Just real quick ones. The the Post Malone response to it was, it ain't Lil B. Lil B don't say hateful shit. Like, get the, don't give this hacker no attention. What a great reply. Yeah. What an incredible reply. That's some powerful. Huge reply from Post Malone. But that only spurred Lil B to go even more in. I think that's the point. This article doesn't have it, but I think that's the point where he starts, like, really going in on him, calling him French toast. So, I don't know. Maybe it is a hack, or maybe it's something. Rich but then, I don't know. He'd also he'd also have to have... I don't know, actually. Uh, that's great. <laughs> Damn, so you're saying the dude who shot him out wasn't Lil B? Damn. Damn. It's just weird, because he does have a point quick, in terms though, of, like, Lil B's been wilding unprecedentedly. Lil B posting uh, Post Malone's post on his Instagram. Kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I think that's just wildly interesting to, like, screenshot someone else's tweet for your Instagram. Hmm. Kind of fun. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Interesting. Also, you hear he got zucked? Yeah, that so sucked. the man's banned off Facebook for the next, like, 30 days or some shit. Eight. Was this the incident? That well, yeah, he said, um, uh, he was like, oh, apparently I got banned from Facebook for talking about white people, was his <laughs> response. Was so, I mean... Wow. I don't know. Damn little bit. I mean, it is weird to I see think he might have said something hateful. else, because, I don't know, this is some There so was like... a bunch of posts about, like, him dealing with, like, gay people and transgender people. Um, was it about that? It could have been about oh, that. His, he's had some really fucking questionable stuff yeah, with the LGBTQ been some community. Questionable stuff, mainly with transgender people. Um, he's had some really like very questionable comments about like being gay. Yeah. So like, mm. but he's gay. 
<laughs> so he, so he says. Is he? That's, yeah. the, that's the title of his album. <laughs> <laughs> he reiterated that I think in one of the rants. Oh, did but, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's just wild. He's just really I don't know. I hope he's okay. Man, I I don't want to <laughs> see Lil B being a hater, and I get it. Like I, I understand. I think the the classic like white person coming into hip hop and then going country like Miley did is a right. scary ass thing that is happening. It shouldn't be happening. But this is like Colin Post out before he's done anything that I've found to be questionable. Right. I mean, there's videos that come out from like ancient, not ancient, but like past times where he's not the best man's. But like, I don't know. Do we, should we be attacking Post Malone right now? It's weird. Maybe. Maybe not. It's weird. But it's weirder to see Lil B the positivity. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say it's weird. Because I'm like, whoa, when Lil B is not spreading positivity, that's when you know 2017 is fucked. I think that's why I'm I'm saying it's weird that he's targeting Post Malone. Because I feel like if Lil B is going to pull the, like, I'm mad card at anybody, I feel like that's like a, I don't know if that's like the man to be mad at. I don't know. But also, you do you. I I don't mind, whatever. Any yeah. stance on the base gun? Uh, I don't like Post Malone, so... Yeah, so I, I was I, like, I, you, are you fired up? He's getting I called kinda, French like, Toast Malone? I, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Can I ask so really funny. quick, out of, out of curiosity, like, what do you like about him? Uh, I feel like he's... Uh, I feel like he, there's nothing, like, interesting about him. And he just kind of, like, co-ops, like, trends and whatnot okay. and makes music from that. And he just... It, <laughs> I don't know why, but for him... He feels industry pushed, and he bothers me more than like other people we've mentioned in the past. Yeah, I could agree with him being industry pushed one hundred percent. Like very. I still pushed. like him though. That's the hard part. I don't, I don't like. He's okay. He seems, but it's fair. He seems like a chill, okay person. But like, I don't like the position he's brought himself into, and like some of the things he said, I'm like, I don't know, dude. Also, his decisions for, like, making, like, different music, country music and stuff, and, like, first starting out, like, he, I feel like, maybe if he wasn't called out like this, he could have made some more questionable decisions in the future. And mm-hmm. this might deter him, which is good. Because I would be legit really pit. I would be, I feel like, like, um, like, um, <laughs> I would feel, I'd be like, yeah, I told you so if it happened, Mm -hmm. but it's not like I want it to happen. Right. Right. Man, I just, I just don't want Lil B to be mad. I want Lil B to be smiling and following (laughs) everybody on Twitter by hand. Just being a goofball. Just be be Lil B. I mean, man, do you and speak when you want to speak. Say whatever. Say whatever, but stay based, man. It just felt like I want to be mad at someone today. Well, speaking of being mad at someone, uh, Needle Drop has finally given his response to the Fader hit piece on him. Uh, he gave a lengthy, almost half-hour response, basically clearing up the allegations against him. I watched the whole thing uh, the other day to get caught up on his perspective. And um, context here, um, basically, oh, that's thing. right, you weren't here last episode. I know, I, I, yeah, I wasn't here. Yeah, so yeah, was... yeah. Okay, so run, running back the full story. Basically, um, needle drop it on me. Needle drop. Wait, had... so, so wait, sorry. What do you know? I've read a little bit of the Fader article. I would love to be just filled in more. Okay. okay. So basically, um, needle drop. Um, you know, transition. The bi- internet's busiest music nerd um, had a side channel that used to be his like original YouTube channel. Um, called That Is The Plan. And it was just like a meme shit posting YouTube, you know, like 
not monetized. I mean, initially like, it started off as like him doing covers and like vlogs and just stuff that wouldn't be on the main channel. Yeah, yeah. But then it kind of like turned into like a like, like a, a meme, a, like a Tim and Eric meme. Yeah, I've seen channel. the videos. Yeah, so um, I like so I guess, the videos in question. Yeah. I guess some author at Fader uh, came across it and just saw it as like very like problematic off. and sus. And wanted to like email Anthony Fantano and make him defend himself about it. And rather than responding, he just took like a screenshot of the email that the fader person sent him and said, hit peace incoming and like posted it. And sure enough, like he wrote that really lengthy like article talking about accusing uh, him being like uh, associated with the alt right right, and and using that as a plan and like those meme videos as a platform. So yeah. A pretty bold statement. Um, and at first, I was kind of like, I mean, maybe I don't know, like uh, maybe. But after watching the response, I'm, I feel pretty clearly that like this person just like was clearly a person who's like, I think Anthony Fantano's overrated, and I think not a lot of people should be supporting this guy. That's what I felt. And then he found like a kind of narrative to put against him, and mm-hmm. just like put it out there. Because a lot of it's, like, not even true. A lot of stuff's taken ah. out of context. And just, like, it just, like, once Fantano pretty accurately and succinct, like, pretty just full-heartedly goes through his stuff, gives a pretty comprehensive breakdown of everything the article says and what really happened. And it just kind of crumbles. He did, he did take down his channel. Like, he took down all the videos because they got, they got demonetized. Mm-hmm. But so when the hit piece was incoming, he also took down his videos. So that that people saw it as suspicious, as suspicious as fuck. But in the video, the response video, he linked like the unlisted videos all in there that the, that are mentioned in the article for people to watch. Yeah, they were still up. You're still able to watch them. Yeah, there's yeah. But, there, so, but he had them in there just so people could watch them. I like with context. I thought, and I think that's incredibly important because like I saw this Fader article come out and I read it and I got to the end and I'm like, all right, where's the like big one yeah. where I'm like, ooh, this is a bad man. Like he's for sure. Like, yep. Got him. I guess the the biggest one was the the, the 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 beat and like rape Lena Dunham thing. Yeah, from, and that's uh, like. But so but then there wasn't even rape was not even mentioned. yeah rape was not even mentioned. Which, and which to... yeah, and then they updated the article mm-hmm. like four times until they took it out mm. because like all he described was like bitch beat was like if Lena Dunham tried to beat him up he beat the shit out of her and he described it very vividly and uncomfortably. To the point that, like, you know, I was like, hey, are you, Anthony Fantano was like, hey, uh, are you sure you want to talk about this? Man, I had a hard time with this one, because I was just like, I, you know, like, we're, we're, we're in an era of call-out culture, and I think that shit is important, but this felt like they were just like, alright, like Lil B, who am I calling out today? Who's the, who's today's racist? Mm-hmm. And, like, I think there's a lot of people who are racist that should be called out, but, like, when I saw the evidence on this one, I was just like, man, I feel you on a lot of these points, but none of them are like... This guy is evil. Like, this guy's got some really, really bad things to say, and he's trying to cause harm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also just got really annoyed with a lot of people on Facebook just instantly, like, I feel like read the title of the article, and that's the world we live in nowadays, where most people will read the Fader he title got, and got, not read got, the article. He got shows canceled and stuff. He yep. had live shows that got canceled because people thought he was with the alt-right. Happened, I mean, it happens with, it ha- it, worst example, happened with Sam Hyde. Sam Hyde, actually questionable. As fuck, but like all his shit got canceled because of like alt right well, associations as well. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, definitely. But I'm saying like people getting their shows canceled because of alt right associations, and this is now affecting the person we're talking to about. Him, to him, they're like, oh, new Sam Hyde was what I think they're right, and that's what I'm saying. They were, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They were like, oh, this is that's exactly what I was trying to say. Is this they were trying to put him on the like 
Oh, but they did that by using the podcast that he did with them before people even knew that. He was just like the the, the wacky TED Talk dude. Mm-hmm. So like that's when he had that interview with him. Yeah, he, he didn't have Million Dollar Extreme on Adult Swim. He didn't have like the the, the alt right slant then. So like no one knew. They just thought it was just like this performance art dude. Yeah, it was just wild watching a lot of people like leave a lot of comments on him being like, man, I never trusted this guy just because look at him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> this melon. Just look at like, him. What do this you melon mean? Like, I, didn't, I never trusted him. Just look at him. Look, He looks like a shit poster. Like, like all right. I feel you. Like, yeah. But, like, man, you're talking about, like, this is a little I, weird. I do feel like perhaps is, um, I, I think... The call out portion of the like basically the whole article is just like a like a fucking burn and die piece yeah. to him. And I, I feel like there are perhaps criticisms you can level against him about like certain things like his audience and maybe yeah. like some of the content being a little like iffy. But the fact that I think like he that that person writing it, I think his name was like Ezra something, um, just went so far. I, it just loses all of its potency to me. It just was like it was just like bullshit. Like taking so many things out of context to make a point which is just bad because there are, I think there are some valid little points for that Anthony Fantino oh totally and I, I feel think... like there are like those are some of those videos like oh this is a little messed up or like but it's nothing like oh man you're part of the alt-right it's like hey man just be a little more careful yeah or like also just like call out your audience a little bit just because they're a little obnoxious and they, they tend to be like a little like alt-right e or like at least like shit posty like annoying people mm-hmm. who can say like offensive and be mean and whatnot so just like be like hey i don't want you guys please i'm just saying uh i want to promote like just nicer peaceful things right. it's just having that stance which is i know like a weird stance to have in this day uh, in general but like in this day and age you have to be clear about those types of things right even though you know youtube comments are going to be accessible yeah like, that's youtube comments in general unfortunately yeah, but he has a specific audience that listens he to does. him and that's like built around like his image and the in jokes well from being like a man who comes from like 4chan slash mu yeah. and shit like that audience is that like mm-hmm. is that type of i'm gonna say the most offensive thing i can say yeah. because it's the internet yeah right well, I think that was the big mistake because the the person confused because there, there's like a a, a portion that they they align like the alt right and that type of person, but sometimes it does, they don't. Mm-hmm. And it, the thing is, this time they didn't. Mm-hmm. It was just shit posting like losers. Right. Like yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it sucks for him because he's gonna have, now he's pe- gonna deal pe- with that pe- for a while. People are gonna have that image on him. The video I know has like half a million views right now, which is pretty good because people yeah. are pay- he made a pretty great case for himself. And I wish he was. I mean, he has the right to be a little mad about like these. Yeah, he's a little less I'd smug. Yeah, mad. but he's a little he's a little smug in the video. But he, the thing is, he must be also annoyed because he has a side channel where he talks and expresses his opinions genuinely, and that just got ignored. Like yeah, completely, whole, he has whole a whole time. channel where he just talks, expresses where he falls, like about certain things, and like his opinions on like current politics and whatnot. And he's like pretty blatantly liberal. Yeah, but like the thing is, he literally describes like how he feels about things. It's not like a joke channel or anything. It's the most serious channel, but it was just not referenced at all. Like it's just not. T- and he's just. I feel frustrated by that. I was rightly really... so, but. Uh, I wish he would just comment, perhaps be like, hey, maybe there's a reason why I ended up in this position in the first place and that they're able to make these arguments. And I feel like 
if I keep I mean he said to the channel but I wish he was like hey I just don't want ever to have like any like ties even in theory to them and I think this article is bullshit but if if I'm gonna make stuff that even brings these allegations it's not worth it like if he somehow like expressed that I think I would have been more calm I'd be like dude yeah that's great that would have been like the perfect I would have like completely been like I'd love to see the video because I could still be wrong yeah but he he didn't say that Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wanted him to say that. Fair. In the video, he just makes really great points and just like puts everything into context to make the piece like basically like and separates like himself like, individually from the alt right. He doesn't isolate his fans, but he like separates yeah. himself from being like right. I don't like agree with that at all. Oh, I, totally. I think last time I talked about this, I think at worst. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I think Ooh, at worst. It. Anthony Mantano's more of a Bernie bro type dude right. than Absolutely. like anything else. So yeah, definitely not all right. Damn! Shouts out to the hell yeah! Follow. Thanks for the follow. Gang gang. Hell dude. yeah! But yeah, at the end of the day, it was just uh, I don't know. I would love to see the video about it because I felt like this whole thing was just confusing and annoying to me. Because I was just like, damn! Like I feel like well, there's just me, a lot me, of stuff going on. Let me on. describe like a quick thing that would give you context of like how out of context some of these things yeah. are. <laughs> so one of them was just like uh, was it pictures of like of like black people being yeah, No, I saw the Fader article. I read the whole thing. Oh no, but you saw that and you're like, Well, that's kinda of fucked up. Why is that there? It was from the meme of like people hanging themselves with toilet paper. But it was zoomed in, so you didn't see so the you didn't toilet see paper. That it was toilet so you just paper. thought it was a dude hanging himself. Context. But it was just toilet paper. And like in the shot, the toilet paper is like right here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like chilling. It's like such a funny picture. Yeah. But zoomed out. Damn. But yeah. It, but it is weird that I zoom. Like if you knew the meme, you'd understand that. Yeah. But like out of context, it looks really bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of like the whole deal. Yeah. It's Word. just rinse, repeat, but basically the whole article Dang, is. yeah, because I don't ever want to, like, defend an actual racist, but I felt weird, like, reading the Fader, Fader article and seeing, like, everyone, like, seem, seeming, at least on Facebook, seeming mm-hmm. to agree with it, and then I was like, wait, I feel like I'm missing something. Well, because the knee-jerk reaction is like... I saw this, ew, and I was like, yeah, okay, like, whoa, nice ew comment. Because you see the headline, nice you look commentary. at a person like Anthony Fantano, and you look at, like, Fader, which, for all... I mean, this is probably the first L the Fader's taken, right? It's been a pretty, like, solid, respectable um, magazine for, like, a while now. It's been kind of the far, like, the better version of Complex. Mm-hmm. And this was the first, like, L they've taken. So to see it happen initially, you're like, well, Fader said it. Like, it's got to be a little That's legitimate. And so I was like, huh, I guess I gotta look into this now. And then it was just like, no, not really. But yeah. So it, it was, it was it's, tough. it's weird though, because like the writer for it is not like a writer for Fader. This is their only article they've written. For yeah, him. he's definitely like a freelancer, mm. and <laughs> I guess they just brought in the wrong why, guy to I, the fold. I don't think you should let freelancers come in and write hit pieces against people. Like you have staff writers and people who represent the company to do that, not like people um, existing outside of that. Just like if you're gonna like tarnish somebody's reputation based on like your values of your company. Like, let it be the people who are actually in charge of your company making those decisions. Not, like, just people freelance, like, fuck this guy. And, like, all right, sure. Why yeah, not? all right, let's put that out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, it should be the real ones. Right. Hell yeah. Well, speaking of the real ones, uh... <laughs> Hell. What'd you do over here? I don't even know what happened on that one. Um, but speaking of the real ones, T-Pain, coming from nowhere, from his Twitch stream, maybe... Uh, announcing his newest album has finally got a release date. Oblivion will be coming out November 17th. And we already kind of expressed our opinion on another older artist, Ludacris. So do we think 
T-Pain has a better shot of fitting into the mold. I mean, he was hated on Auto-Tune when he started, and now yep. Auto-Tune's everywhere. The thing. Can he bring it back Man. and reclaim it for himself with this new album? I sure hope so. I'm a huge T-Pain fan. I yeah. got made fun of. I have a specific memory of being in fucking video class, freshman year, and older kid, sophomore, asks for my iPod. I show him that I'm listening to T-Pain. He makes fun of me. Damn. Same guy probably listening to Auto-Tune everything these days. Then I finally got my, like, T-Pain, like, love legitimized by many people when he did his Tiny Desk concert. Right, right. His Tiny Desk where he did no auto-tune, a lot of people were like, Oh, hey, he can like, sing? Oh, T-Pain's not trash? Whoa, oh, you have to have talent Crazy. to do music? Yeah, so, I don't know, I really hope T-Pain comes through and destroys, but he did put out a song recently that was like, My new kicks, his new song, like, his new shoes, mm-hmm. and it was... Really gimmicky and just like bad. But what the Dan Blazarian one? Too. Was it Dan Blazarian? Anything with Dan Blazarian's bad. It's, we'll see. But I don't know. T Pain hasn't put out anything that's good recently. I hope to God this is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping for the best because, like you said, yeah, I definitely liked T Pain mm. before, but I never was really like a. I'll listen to a full T Pain project. So I'm very curious to see if like. I don't know, he's matured, or he'll be more earnest, or less goofy, or really show off his talents, or, I mean, I just don't know what to expect, but I love the man, like, as a person, love so him. I want to, like, enjoy him, but love him. we'll see, I mean, he's out here on Twitch doing shit, so, pain. Please. I don't know, we'll see, what do you think, Enrique? Dead to me. <laughs> Fair. This thing is gonna be garbage. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna, are you gonna have to listen to it? You got a podcast to do. Not if it's very not rap. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> mm. That's fair. If it's, uh, At what point do we not consider T-Pain rap? Uh, if it's uh, if there's like banjos. Well, I can guarantee you it's not <laughs> that then. Yeah, if so. T-Pain comes out with banjos, I'm not listening to it either. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm going to buy it and throw it. If there's one banjo in there, you want to make a bet? You pay me $100. I will pay you $100. <laughs> no, stop it. What there is? He's got insider man. information. I don't trust this. I don't trust it. I don't trust he knows there. T-Pain's the lead one, producer. The one banjo Man, song. he did do a Tiny Desk concert. They could have given him a banjo <laughs> off the NPR. The NPR boys might yeah, have how, slipped how, a banjo. How, how confident are you in the banjo? Uh, <laughs> Damn, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's crazy. That'd be so amazing, though, if we were listening to it. A banjo came up. I would fucking f- just start I'll give you five dollars on stream if there's a banjo in this album. Fifteen. I'll give you five or nothing. Ten. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> okay. Ten dollars. Right. How confident are you? You're five dollars confident. Five, I'm five dollars. That's a pretty ridiculous thing to show up on a t- five dollars <laughs> confident. All right. Five dollars it is, and you don't have to give me anything if there's no banjo. No, I know. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, just, I cannot. You see it. The shake. The handshake has been done. It happened. Five dollars for a banjo on the next T Pain album. T Pain, please don't be watching. You are a Twitch person. <laughs> I hope he's not in here lurking. Yeah, I, I think he's like a charming, like cool guy. But mm. I don't, his music these days, I don't know. I always thought his features are better than his songs. Yeah. So I wish he'd just work with better people again. Um, <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what the man does. I know it's like a mean thing to say, but he was great. Like, all those T-Pain songs I love, I'm like, oh, wait, he's not his song. It's somebody else's. He's just great on it. Love T-Pain. What about a bartender? The I'm in love with a stripper. Oh, he's got a lot like, of classics. He's got, he's yeah, got yeah, rings. But all the, but all Family the rings, Opera. But all the ones chopped and screwed? Okay. Yeah, chopped you know, he's a couple, screwed. No, he definitely has. He got hits. He don't say my man don't got hits. hits. I'm just saying my favorite T-Pain songs are the ones that aren't his songs. So bartender is an amazing song. Church? Oh, wow. I don't know. Church. What's the next thing? Well, damn. I mean, you might have thought this podcast is airing in 2006 based on Ludacris, T-Pain, and now 
Nelly in the news for all the wrong reasons, uh. but silver lining? Um, basically, wait, Nelly... Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> hear, me, hear me out. Silver who? Hear me out. Hear me out. Nelly has been accused of sexual assault rape. However, there has been very little evidence presented. In fact, not any at all but it's just at the accusation point so now it's kind of sparking this debate in terms of is this another freddie gibbs situation Mm. do we have to pause before we hear rape and think immediately he did it and immediately he's a bad person and whether or not like he did actually do it and it's kind of sparking this debate i mean granted the the lot of people who are spearing that the debates are people like tia who is very intelligent but an old head um a lot of the old heads are being like this happens a lot where rappers are accused of sexual assault and it's just for clout and money or it's just to like disparage a person's name and I mean we have to look it, it at the things also, like it can also be a race thing that's true yeah, yeah like a race yeah. thing yeah definitely um, I mean just historically yeah. we've seen it many times to kill a mockingbird in many times throughout actual well, that's history. Just, that's just like, that's just yeah, that's book. just I, the book. But many times a book based history. on the world. That happened, I meant, I meant that happened say, in the past. I meant to say the particular <laughs> Mockingbird narrative oh, okay. of... Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it's... I mean, his girlfriend is standing by him, which is one thing. That can mean a lot. Um, we haven't or, gotten or any nothing. expressed... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, so, but we like, haven't gotten a direct account of what happened. We just have... I saw Nelly on a tour bus and he did this. And that's the story we got so far. I'm curious to see what more information will happen or whether or not this is just disparaging another I famous personally, artist. Personally, like, I just wouldn't want... Uh, I wouldn't want to talk about this for one... Mm-hmm. For a bit. Just yeah. because... Uh, we don't have there's not a lot right it's just everyone just saying literally just rape like i've right. seen that's the accuracy usually sexual assault i see mm-hmm. but this is like straight up like a huge like 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 attacking word right saying that he's like do, he did something really bad right right and um usually with something like this when you don't know you just want to hang on a little bit to see what happens right and Second thing, I don't really care about Nelly at all. <laughs> so it's just like a weird thing to, to, to. I don't know. I don't care. Like it sucks if he's shitty. It sucks if he didn't do it. Okay. Like I don't know. I just like I. It's not something I'm gonna keep tabs on. I just. I hope whatever actually happened. If Nelly's a bad person, and it, it, I feel like it almost. I know there isn't a lot, but just like those accusations are so big right. that it almost like I kind of have to believe it, right? Mm-hmm. And it just like. I don't know. It's just because of that, like the fact that they're so direct and like upfront about like, like yeah, he he raped somebody. Like right. every like every article I read said that, and I'm just like, well, okay, this seems like it's everyone's kind of like we know either they know something we don't or I don't know. Well, I, I don't. I mean, that was the same thing with Freddie Gibbs. It was rape. They just said rape, and it was because like that's what she said happened. Mm-hmm. So initially, that's what it was like labeled I, I, as. I thought I thought it was just like say, like uh, sexual assault. No, nah, they said that like... he raped her. Okay, and that was like all the headlines, and then they were like, nope, that's just <laughs> this is just completely not true. Okay. So I, it's, that's why it's like the buzzword is just like articles use it because it gets eyes on it, and like it's just a really controversial thing where like you wanna obviously side with the person who says it but then it's like you, you know don't want to say the victim's lying right and then yeah, yeah. 
it's like a tough thing because you want people to be caught, right? Right. Yeah. And it just sucks because the Freddie Gibbs scenario, like, the, the person who did it said it happened in a dream, which is, right. just makes the whole thing such a joke. Right. With something that's so serious. Mm-hmm. And if we keep getting, like, these fake accusations, I think that's really bad. Right. It's, it's and not so, good at all. So, like, part of me, like, it's a weird thing. Because I, like, I just want it to be real, so people think, like, takes, like, but it's, like, a mean thing to say. Right. Just because I don't want any more fake rape accusations so we can take them seriously. Right. I don't want people to keep, like, enough with, like, I don't want people to be like, oh, yeah, well, Fred Gibbs and Nelly didn't happen, so we don't have to believe ever. Right. Right. Which, right. which is a scary thought. Just, like, people are going to, it's going to come more into question than it already has. Right. So, I really hope is the truth, because then it will... Uh, it'll give more power to these types of things to like, but that's like a weird thing to say. Yeah, to like hope for it. Yeah, yeah. just because I think in the general scheme, just like Nelly aside, I just want people to take like shit like this seriously. Right. Because we live in like the Harvey Weinstein, like everyone, things are coming out. Right. And I just want, I think it's important for the serious things that actually happen come out, just so like all these fake, like the fake stuff is can really hurt the real stuff. So. Oh. 100%. Damn, but speaking of what's very real, um, Kodak Black has now been indicted for his uh, sexual assault charges in South Carolina, making this official. This is happening. He is going to trial for it, facing up to 30 years. And I think this is huge because it's going to, it should at least, force people to accept that, well, Kodak Black is a bad man. And it's pretty evident. Um, we have enough to present this to case to trial. So, I mean, we're, we'll see what happens. I wish we could live in a society where you could watch court cases publicly. Amazing. And that, I was saying to you earlier, I, I, he's gonna pull up with the ski mask. Yeah, on it's, the, it's gonna be. I'm telling. It's something I would be sitting there eating popcorn. And oh my god! I'd very be curious about jazz to watch that. But is this like? I'm I'm confused. It's like is this court case literally just figuring out how much yeah. time he's gonna spend? Um, no, because, I mean, oh, whether or not he hasn't guilty. done his, like, plea yet, but he's probably going to plead not guilty, and then we'll fully get, like, you know, the attorneys involved, there'll be a full, fleshed-out okay. court case. Okay. But just, like, the for what he's charged against right now, yeah. the maximum sentence is 30 years. Okay, I see. Yeah, um, yeah uh... I don't know, from what I've read and, like, all the evidence... The description is pretty bad. He's pretty... There's a lot of evidence. And, yeah, it seems like... I hope he gets what he deserves. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll agree with that. That's it. That's it. It, It's, it's like, sucks, but it's also good that we're talking about stuff. Like, I mean, we're... The stuff like this is coming up and people are getting, actually, like... Dudes are getting, like, their comeuppance. Right. Because... Uh, oh no! Yeah, you're super right. The fact is, like, it feel like it feels weird that like we almost had like a like a rape corner in the news. Mm-hmm. But it's good every week. It feels like yeah. But the thing is, it was probably there before. It just never was news. It was never right? news, and it's never something that stopped someone's career. Yeah. So, but now it is in and its tracks, and that's good. So, let's, great. I think that's a good thing to point out. Yeah. But just to briefly mention it for the people who don't know, I see you all in the chat, um, and then we'll we'll move right along, but. Basically, um, like a year ago, how I, I guess the time doesn't matter. He was like, but, uh, he was like a year or so ago after a concert in South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Um, Kodak Black in his hotel room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, took a pretty young girl, definitely still like late high school, early college, 
um, back to his hotel room, and she basically made it very clear that she did not want to participate in any sexual activity with Kodak Black, and he very adamantly did not stop. Apparently, there was biting and like physical con like physical contacts involved, too, to make her let it happen, and it it doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, you can read the uh, uh, the witness's statement. Yeah, you can take the yeah, witness's yeah, statement. No, it's or, online, or her statement, not witness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. victim statement, statement is yeah. um, online, and you can read it. It's pretty graphic. And now he's going to be going to trial for it. Good. And now moving on to our official reviews. It is the SoundCloud hour this episode. Damn. We got Trippy Red, Lil Pump, and Smoke Perp's debuts. Um, and this is, you know, Trippy Red's like second or so project. Yeah. But um, let's start things off with Trippy Red's A Love Letter to You Hi. Project 2, the second one. Um... Austin, you want to start? This is oh, your okay. man. I thought you play a little music on this, don't you? Uh, we can, when we talk about tracks, we'll sample it. We don't really lead into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you did it with, like, yeah, Layla's Wisdom. You played, like, a whole portion. Didn't at you? the end, I played oh, the last the track. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, was just, I was just singing over here in case anyone... All right, yeah, I basically just told him what it was. Um, so, Trippy Red... Uh, I very strongly believe this, and it's wild that this is a real sentence, but if you're really... If you get it... Trippy Red to me sounds like the SoundCloud version of Lil Uzi. Right. Just in the sense that like Lil Uzi is now like what used to be a very underground sound that people were like, I don't know if I like it yet, but now that Lil Uzi is a sound, and maybe he's not mainstream, but everyone and their sister knows Lil Uzi. And no, Lil, his, Uzi's, Lil Uzi's mainstream. He's mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. He was on the yeah. number one hip hop song of the fucking year. Yeah. Right. And I feel like Trippy Red brings all the things I like about Lil Uzi to an even deeper level of SoundCloud existence. In that uh, his beats are really fun and nice. He creates these really wonderful musical environments. He's very much singing with emotion rather than technical skill. Uh, the way he strains his voice uh, definitely is a wonderful emphasis tool for when he's trying to like convey some sort of emotion. His SoundCloud like beats are just like so classic SoundCloud shit. Um, they the song whoa 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 slash crash bandicoot and chill mm -hmm. the sample on that blows my mind um i really like trippy red right now he's not someone who i'm going like wow lyrical genius but what he's like saying subtextually via the emotion he presents his words with really hits for me and i love his layering of his voice as an instrument i feel like i'm listening to more of an instrument that i can just sing along to uh, he's someone that I turn on in the morning when I'm driving to work and I'm literally screaming along. Um, but I also can 100% understand people who don't like him. Super fair. He is like very niche, hard SoundCloud. But I love him. Yeah, I mean, um, basically, I mean, you saying a lot of the things I agree with. Um, for me, I definitely, yeah, compare him to Lil Uzi Vert. I think that's the easiest way to kind of like describe him to someone but for me i still feel like i think you're right like he's still at this point where i'm like you have something right i acknowledge that he has something and that there's something about him that's really interesting and unique but i feel like he's still working through it and it's not yep. fully in a point where like it a sounds like completely amazing and b is ready to be um accessible to a mainstream audience but I think there's definitely some interesting aspects around, about him. The production on this is really solid. I think a lot better than the first one. Because the first one I was really kind of like, eh, about. There was really only like two or three songs that I really enjoyed from his first project. Whereas this one I can enjoy more of the project. Um, but there's definitely still this layer of like, he's pretty open about that his style is a mixture of three things, right? It's current SoundCloud hip-hop, uh, R&B, and like all like 
emo rock. Like, mm-hmm. all emo, like, Taking Back Sunday era, like, music. And sometimes it works for me, and sometimes it's like a sonic mess where I'm just like, uh, commit to one, or right. like find the like happy medium of it where it just sounds kind of like groaning and it doesn't work well over this beat but like there's definitely parts where it sounds great and i think like this is really catchy or this is really amazing or like i'm feeling the emotion of what you have here and then there's some times where i'm just like this is a lot to hear at once yeah but very, um, very fair i'm definitely like the more i hear it the more i'm starting to get it so i think you know a couple like one or two projects and i think i'll fully be like Alright, I just enjoy this. Because definitely, the first time I listened to this, it was like right after a little pump. And yeah. I was like... No, oh, I gotta... Oh, 14. Yeah, I like, oh, like, I gotta adjust my ears. Yeah. But like, the second... I waited like a, you know, another four days and I listened to it today at work. And I like... I was like, alright. I'm more like prepared for this. I'm more understanding of what you're going at. And I was like, alright. Like, I think you're getting somewhere, and I think you're molding this really interesting sound. Yeah. But there's times where it works, and there's times it doesn't. I could not agree more. Um, like, the first three tracks, I mean, I love Bust Down. I think Bust Down is just, like, hype and fun. Um, feel Good's pretty solid. Um, I like Dead Man Wonderland. Shoutouts to anime. Um, I like Hellboy. Mm-hmm. And then there's some songs towards the end where There's a lot of songs where I'm just like, okay, you yeah. nice, nice well, single. Like, it, it feels long, partly it's because it's just long. like... Way but too long. it's only like three minutes longer than Little Pump, and I feel like I can get through. No, it's oh wait, I'm thinking of Smoke Purse in terms of length. Yeah. But it's just, it's I don't know. I, I You're really right. have to hunker it, down for same, this one. It's the exact same length. As Smoke uh, yeah, and it's just okay. So they're both they're still just three minutes. They're over, both forty-eight um, minutes over Little Pumps, which is forty-five, and it just feels like so much more to get. Little Pumps is thirty-seven, and it's thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. It's not forty-five. Mm-hmm. I'm literally reading it. What? Yeah, it's 37. Oh, damn. I want to. He- I want to hear your opinions, also, Enrique. But I want to just throw on the table before it gets lost. Yeah. Um, the concept of like albums in 2017 with SoundCloud artists. Mm-hmm. Just something to think about. Do we need to let them do albums, or can we just let them keep putting out singles? Um, but I want to hear your opinions first on on. Okay. Twitter. I don't mean to change topic by any means. Um. Okay. Uh. I like Hellboy. <laughs> cool. That's a standout. Uh, That's chill. That was one I like. The rest of it, I don't know. I just felt kind of like aggravated almost, just because like the little Uzi Vert influence is so. I don't know. It just felt like little Uzi Vert. Initially, I was like, oh man, little Uzi is so in- interesting and original. And then now I'm just listening to the same thing, and I'm like, well, this is just annoying. Yeah. This just sounds like the same thing to me. Like just old little Uzi Vert. Yeah. And. I don't know, it just kind of like frustrated me. And also it wasn't like, I don't know, I just kind of got lost in the songs and just like, it just sounded like groaning and it wasn't like as focused I think Louis Bert is. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it just kind of like, it sounded like a, not necessarily like a mess, but at points did. Sometimes it was catchy, sometimes it was really annoying. <laughs> like, but it, it wasn't like... I don't know. I just felt like I went through just such a mixture of emotions throughout it that were really yeah. weird. I yeah. think that's like, what's so like draining because it. it's like parts of it that it is like because there's parts of it I'm like, ooh, this is pretty good, and then some the song will do something, and I'm like, oh, because uh, no. uh, like I remember like that that girl 
The yeah. girl is yeah, she's great. She's okay. great, like Cindy or uh, whatever. What, what song? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, that's the song. Mm-hmm. That's one of the Crash Bandicoot things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get she's, she's, fire. She's, she's great. There's like a middle portion of that song. I was like, oh, it's pretty good. But then I went back to listen to it because I was like, I think I like this song, and it started, and I was like, oh no! Yeah, <laughs> like this beginning part, I, I don't like. Be wet. So it's like the first like forty five seconds I hate, but then it gets kind of like good, and then I'm like, this is not how I should enjoy songs. Yeah. So, so yeah. overall, I guess I didn't like it. Like, there's parts of it that I was like, oh, I guess it's kind of catchy. Other parts, I think I liked it, but I was kind of frustrated because I was like, you're just doing the same thing. It just feels like you owe so much to somebody else, and you don't feel as, like, original and new. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It just kind of came off as, like, okay, like, I guess at the end of the day. I just felt like I went through, like, a really, like, crazy experience. <laughs> and I don't know, like, if I came out enjoying it, but it was it was sure a something. Yeah. No, I definitely think there's something with this album that's very hodgepodge all over the place. I feel like he has... I think you're so right in that Trippy Red is, like, I feel like he's still brewing. Like, right. he's not a full-on thing yet. He's still, like, figuring out exactly what his sound is and what it is that, like, I, people enjoy of him. Yeah, I think I'm frustrated because I can just see the, the green so like clearly mm-hmm. like I can see like the Young Thug influence in parts and then Lil Uzi Vert and others mm-hmm. and like I can just tell yeah like, no I get that and it's just so blatantly obvious that like it frustrates me that's fair I feel like that it's, it's interesting because they're like that's I don't know if that comes down to preference but I like that I don't mind knowing who people influences are at all mm-hmm. especially when I can hear them I can be like especially if they're that taggable I'm like okay I know that you're like imper- not impersonating but following a sound of someone mm-hmm. that you like and so I don't feel like it's like really stealing or anything. I, it's just so wild. it was just so similar. It is very, very it's just similar. like I can't like it's not like little Uzi Vert, but this to me it was just little Uzi Vert, which is frustrating. Really, yeah. hmm. I feel like it's little Uzi Vert, but like significantly more emotional. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's definitely like a weirder sound style that he does his voice, I, and he not, doesn't I, do I, like that. Yeah, ad yeah, libs. Yeah, yeah uh, there is, but that's just so tiny. No, but I feel like the thing I like, like about... The, like, the broad strokes of Lil Uzi Vert are all there. Yeah, there. no, yeah. for sure, but the details for me are what make it. Like, when he's screaming, like, ah! Like, the, his his strained groans at the end of the sentence is the, the part of each sentence that I'm living for. If the rest of it is like, okay, cool, but if he's not saying, Hennessy! Like, yeah. I don't like it. He needs those, like, hard hits, and that's something I haven't heard Lil Uzi do. Mm. Everything else about it, 100% Uzi sound. Yeah. <laughs> Totally fair. I, I, yeah, I guess maybe I would enjoy it because because I, I like the idea of that. And I think there are parts that, as I said, there's like these moments where I was like, oh, this is something. Yeah. But then it's just if you like kind of snap back. And I wish he would just kind of like more follow in line. Like if he wants to be more emotional, losing it, then I want that blatantly across. Totally this whole song right. rather than moments. I feel like and he's that's so young and figuring it out still. Yeah, because I think he's definitely still figuring it out and that's why I feel like sonically it doesn't always work or mm-hmm. he's just not... I, I You brought up a really interesting point with the features because I think that really stands out is like yeah, they're the people he works with are great and mm-hmm. sound like nothing like him. Yeah. So it's really jarring at times because there's a point especially It's exciting in, as fuck though. Yeah, it's I'm exactly. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh great, somebody I know what they're saying. Like, it's, it's jarring <laughs> as fuck because there's a part... There was a distinct part in Feel Good where, um, as I now know, is um, Khalil's verse starts. And all of a sudden it's like this very clear, like clean cut R&B like verse. And it's just like this really like nice singing verse. And I was like, Whoa. Is, I, at first I just assumed it was Trippy Red. 
Because I only saw, like, the Cindy one, and I was like, yeah. well, this is a guy, so it's not her. And then I was like, oh, he just sounds, like, clear, and he can, like, sing really well. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. And then I was like, oh, this isn't him. It's, like, another guy who just sounds, like, completely different and just, like, fits way different on this song. Yeah. And so there's things like that where I'm just like, yeah, it's like that and a combination of, like, okay, sometimes, like, this sound doesn't work over, like, this beat. Or, like, you didn't, like, change the production to, like... Com- accommodate this. Yeah, that's why I like more something like a bust down where like the beat's the same and like he sounds good over that beat and I just like enjoy the overall song versus yeah. like I don't know just certain other production styles where I'm just like mm, I don't know if I like feel this or like stuff like that. Yeah, with the Khalil example, I feel like he lends himself perfectly to be a great feature artist, right? Like a T Pain style where he shows up and does the quick like auto tune, right? He did it incredibly with the the song on the X album, 17. Right. That was the song that was, like, the single and whatnot. I mean, Jocelyn Flores and whatnot was, like, the big hit and whatnot. But that's the one that he released on SoundCloud with Trippy Red. And I think Trippy Red is an incredible feature artist. Yeah. As far as being a solo man, an album for him feels like it's a major stretch. I don't think he's even... He's, like, still running miles working towards that marathon. Right. And that's where I, I get to the point of, like... With all these new artists coming out, and as music as a thing is just changing so rapidly, at least online, like I think albums are really good and important, and they've always had a place, but I feel like making these SoundCloud artists need to make an album sometimes feels like you're pushing them to do something that they're not made for. I feel like SoundCloud singles are now like status updates in that mm-hmm. I want to hear an artist put out a song once a week, and when you make Trippy Red come and make Give Me 21 songs... It just doesn't work. It's in in a comparison, and I could be super wrong. It feels like asking a Viner to make a feature length film. Like they're just different. They're the same, you know, using the same tools and whatnot. But you're be, they're being presented so differently, and so that's why I feel like with a lot of these people I like, Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, Trippy Red, X, all of them, all the SoundCloud people, their albums always seem to disappoint me because I'm used to the single push I, I like my music and singles. I think. Well, here's the thing to counter that. Yeah, um, I would say that like. Everything you're saying is right, but, like, the thing is, like, it all it shows is, like, it's... Mm, all right, you, I'm saying that, like, you, you need a good body of work. Totally. Like, you need to eventually get to a point where, like, you can put out an album and it's solid. But I think it's, like... Like, I think it's fair. Like, I think it's fair that, like, right now he's just not there yet. But nah, it, yeah. it, there's, like, no... I don't think it's a slide against him. No, I don't think he sure. should not do it. But, like, it's just, like, two not types ready. of people where, like... You could have waited and then made a project when you were more like more prepared for it, or you can just like you know have your struggle go out to the world, and we all like follow you as your sound gets better with True. like a little Uzi Vert. Because when Lil Uzi Vert came out, I couldn't get through all of Lover's Rage. Either. I couldn't get through Lil Uzi Vert versus the world. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I can get through a Lil Uzi Vert project. But I still feel like I'm getting through. Like, I feel like I'm still pushing to listen to an entire thing. Right, and I mean, that's... I mean, personally, I still don't think that Lil Uzi Vert's like fully made a masterpiece totally, totally, yet. Totally. But like, I, I just think like it's... You still need a body of work and all you're just showing is like, ah, he's just not there yet. Like, it's... But it's just, it's still just like a stamp on like, this is where he is in his career, and this is where I hope he goes later, but like, yeah. this is where he's at now. I think like, it's like fair that he's still going to put out a project. Um, yeah. I think, I think also the concept of an album is like, forces artists to like, improve in a yeah. certain sense, because they're like, hey, I did this sound already, I have to do something different now. Mm. And it's like a way to force them to evolve and like, do different things. 
Because yeah, if not, you're it becomes right. stale. You're definitely right, but I feel if they if they sorry if they want to evolve, they can in theory they'll be like, all right, so I'm gonna do a lot of this, and then all right, I'm gonna move on to something else. But yeah, um, right, they're functioning different. As you said, they're functioning differently since they're like SoundCloud and they're, they're like, different things. I think. Well, I think the big thing I want to say is like I think in order to at least say that you're a good musician, you have to be able to say like you have a good body of work. Totally. Like, obviously, he can make money just doing singles and going on tour and things like that. But if you want to be able to, like, you yourself be like, I'm a good musician, I feel like in order to back that up, you also have to have a good body of work. Uh, But but, but, but does the body of work have to be an album or can you just have a million singles? It doesn't have to be an album because Jay Electronica is considered a good artist. There we go. He doesn't have an album. Well, he is a mixtape. Well, yeah, it's not. It was not really a mixtape. Like, he's the, the fuck, first. Who, who the, the first. Fuck, act. Who the fuck is uh, Jay Electronica? No, and then there's the, 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 the first. Act two the first thing. act is a different thing. That's like that's like a concept EP. Yeah, it's an EP. <laughs> yeah, but an EP is kind of like it's fun, a body of work. It's different. It's a collection of songs that go together. It's a playlist. It's like three or four <laughs> songs that go together. It's like five songs. It's, it's like, like an EP. Yeah, but there's like these large portions. It's like. It's very experimental. It's boring. It's not like an album. It's, it's an experimental like... body of work, but it's a body of work. Yeah, and I'm saying no. What thing is okay, Mark? I don't know what you define body of work as, but he's saying as things that are just not singles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that there is like a middle. What I'm saying here is that there's a middle ground, perhaps between album and uh, single, yeah. and perhaps like there. I don't know what type of thing it would be. But perhaps something more experimental or like more like short form yet complete could work better for these artists as opposed to a forty minute mixtape. Yeah, more like a like a sixteen to twenty minute maybe like uh, EPs. EPs where the songs are strung together with like little little tidbits between or totally. something like that. Because maybe they're meant to be more digestible and smaller. Right? Yeah, like in chunks. But it's just difficult because in a world where the algorithms of the platforms literally decide how well you do with a lot of things, putting it out out on EP is not going to get you anywhere with YouTube views now counting. You can have 40 videos or you can have your four song. So I feel like a lot of these people, unfortunately, get, like, fucked by the system. But you're right. I think we do need, like, in between an album and singles because, like... Oh, I'm not even saying EP. Like, just, like, a concept... Or something know. else, not an EP, yeah. but like something along the lines of like if they put like a like four songs together, let's say like a Judge Tronic, like an Act One type thing. Yeah. Let's assume Trippy Red does it. <laughs> we'll just say, <laughs> okay, uh, it puts that out, and there's like a video, and it's like a 12 minute video, and it's like the whole thing, and then yeah, the make sure it does well, cut it up into four pieces, and yep. then make those videos singles, and then you're done. Like that's that's a way to do that. Because mm-hmm. that—that's what they want. They just want like four or five songs. That's like all they need, right? And then they do that every six months. Yeah, I mean, for me, like a body of work, and this is a, maybe a different definition. Is like literally a SoundCloud profile to me is a body of work. Mm-hmm. It's maybe not a thing I can go buy in a store, but the SoundCloud profile itself is literally a collection of everyone's the person's whole work. I hit the play button; it shuffles through all of them. I'm not listening to things in albums anymore. I'm listening via the shuffle or like finding specific things I want to listen to at that moment. And so it's, I don't know, I, I, I just personally, I guess, get frustrated with albums as a thing. I think they're great and need to be there. I feel, I don't know, for me, but not, just, they're not for everybody. That's just going to set the bar so low. Low or different? 
Because that bar is always going to be high for the people that want to make the albums. The bar is pretty low. Yeah, and then if you're just like, like saying... you don't even need like a full like album or mixtape, you just have a SoundCloud. Right. And you want me to pay like thirty dollars to go see you? I'm like, I don't know. But I feel like that's like saying like people who are, I, I don't know. I mean, it's... did you see Little Peep though? And you didn't have? Oh yeah, no, he had no, Hellboy mixtape. Yeah, he did. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like to say that not that that people don't have to make albums is setting the bar low. Is like well, they just need more songs in general to play at concerts because then like if you have four singles, yeah, a body of work. Yeah, you need just more. No, you just need songs that people know. Right, which which a body of work, but like um, you can do that through other methods outside of albums and just singles. Like you can just release a little bit of music a lot over a period of time. Totally. Yeah, no, I, I I would agree. I I feel I feel like saying that it would set the bar low for like me albums is like very difficult because I don't think it has to be the same thing. Like, I, I, it could be like judging a Vine and a movie. They're both videos, but they're very much different things. And I know maybe it's a bad example, but like to say that Vine is now setting the bar low for the whole movie industry is a different thing. People are I'm making not, Vines. I, let I, them I do it. I don't understand it. That's not real anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just like what's a Vine. Well, a six-second video. Let's just say Twitter oh, video for okay. the people. Yeah, Twitter video. It's just like saying like, <laughs> oh, well, you can us. you can now write tweets. That's bringing down the whole book industry. Like that's. It seems like it's almost like a stretch. I feel like it's a different way of presenting and consuming music. But I, I think albums definitely need to still continue to have a place. But I don't know if like these people who are writing these short two-minute songs can put out a twenty-one-track Yachty example. If Yachty came out with an EP. Instead well, he, he that, came out with the Lil Boat mixtape, which is great. It's right. fire. But and some of the songs, too, is good. But say he made say he made literally the same song, as, the same album of Teenage Emotions, but it was four of the best songs. Same, And it's technically, now we're just going to call it an album, because that's what we want to call it. Like, but, it's a sellable... But I can still at least be like, Lil, Lil Yachty has, like, projects that were good. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think, like, he's still legitimate. For sure. He's been able to... But, out a project that's good. Uh, he just has one that's I not as good. That, yeah. In general, though, just like even the we could say the project's good, they're not like great albums, right? In theory, like yeah, Lil Yachty has never made a great thing, right? They're good. They're not great is a big uh, word to throw. Well, but uh, Lil Boat mixtape. I love the Lil Boat mixtape. That just changed it's, things. It's not great. It, it's different. It changed things, perhaps in sound, but it's not like a thing that everyone listens to. All if you look at like. Like, I mean, it's the, not a classic, but that's like no, a no, very no, no. huge. No, no. Well, that's throwing, like no, no. What I'm throwing is like in terms of like a well, like put together thing. Like, okay, what I'm saying is that when people craft like an album that's supposed to be listened as a whole, mm-hmm. people will actually listen to it as a whole. Mm-hmm. Look at Kendrick as an example. Exactly. Totally. People listen. If you look at Damn, all the songs chart right. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Drake is just popular, so that works out for him. But like people, when they know that an album's worth listening to all the way through. They will make that effort, and I feel like a lot of times people aren't crafting albums to be listened to that way. It's more singles, definitely. So, like, um, because of that, then people are just going to pick and choose rather than listening to it. Right. So then, I think people's attentions and like how they digest it are like uh, people aren't like when they're crafting it, they know that, so they're just going to fucking throw fifteen songs and like whatever because they know they're just gonna pick out the songs they want to mm-hmm. and then we're the ones listening to the whole thing as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like people like the average Shibby Red fan I don't oh, know. Oh that's that. me. I'm the average Shibby Red fan and I don't listen to the whole album. Yeah, I just skip. Yeah he'll just skip. I listen to this See? one and this one and this one. See? And I add them to my body of work by liking the individual tracks and then now I have his body of work but like from the things I like. Yeah. And then you kinda like as a fan create your own album. 
Yeah, that's what they do. That's, that's how I feel like what I do with Cause, Little cause, Peep. Because you, know, you know that wasn't like made to be like a full thing. Like, kind of. You just know like the songs are the songs you like. But Those are a like, ton oh, of things he made. He's like, I gotta put them together in some sort yeah. of collection. Yeah, but it's not like a thing you're like, wow, that's something I need to listen to oh, from the beginning. I gotta make this for the, the album, The Love Letter to You too. This is gonna be for that. He mm-hmm. just kind of made it and then put it on the show. Yeah, and I feel like everyone kind of like understands that. Mm-hmm. Like, at least they're fans. So, like... They're just going to digest it that way as opposed to, like, a proper album. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I, I think that there perhaps should be a different model, like you said. Just because, like, the people consume music like that now more so than ever before. But it's existed beforehand where, like, albums would be like that. But, like, I, I think even then something should have exist, existed differently yeah. if, like, their intentions aren't necessarily, hey, I'm going to make an album to be like, oh, I'm just. <laughs> I like the idea of a playlist more or something. Like, even though it's a stupid. Uh, no, I know, but like an album's like this is a beginning and thing crafted with an idea around it, right? Right. And a lot of times the, that's not like the intention made. Like this is a this is just a fucking bunch of songs and see which one you should like. Yeah, I don't want albums going anywhere. They and gotta that's why stay I feel around. Like a mixtape is. Yeah, but that, but that but there's 50, all albums are like that almost. Yeah. A lot of big albums are just like a shit ton of songs and just pick the ones you like. They're not crafted. Yeah, attention. Like and people will react when something's made to be like a whole thing. Right. Yeah. Like there's there is an audience for that. It's not attention span. It's just like I don't think the effort is being put like, into to to even make albums like full yeah. albums. No transitions. Like it's just, these are just like literally all singles. Mm-hmm. So and I think that's weird. why you're frustrated because like yeah. you know what an album sounds like. Like what I love a good album. Yeah. Fireboy. That's that's an album. Like there's yeah. there's smooth transitions. There's themes. There's stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, it's like the whole... Little like, Pete Part this, 1. This is a... This, yeah. What's going on there? That's not an album. Yeah, but as individual songs, you enjoy it. So, totally. Yeah, uh, there... I, I hope that like, perhaps artists... And it's just hard, just can find a way to, like... <laughs> be really good at making those little songs and creating, like, a platform for them that's not just, like, a SoundCloud. And somewhere... Be- I think, again, just somewhere in between. It's gonna be difficult. And I don't mean to open a can of worms by being like, uh, albums singles like it's a weird thing and i think as a society with music we are figuring this out like i don't think anybody knows the answer like i don't think anybody has an answer with drake just like calling a thing a playlist and little peep being like part one i think everyone's trying to find that weird in-between solution to this type of thing and i don't know it's just not happening some people don't want to craft albums yeah that's that's the message being sent like i didn't want to craft an album i just wanted to make songs fun songs and just throw i need a body of work so I'm just gonna throw them all at the same time. Like albums are good, but they're not. Like I don't want to listen to a, a trippy red album. I want to just listen to his singles that come out yeah. once a month. But the album should exist for people that do make them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's a whole thing. Yeah. Want to just give trippy red the rating? Sorry to yeah. Let's go that for can it. of worms. I'm so sorry to do that. You want to start with your rating like, first? I'm gonna give it a cool. Cool. I'm gonna give it a cool. It's going for a cool. Well, to remind the people of our rating system, um, we of course have. An album can either be but I cool or Mondo cool, and for me, I'm gonna give the Trippy Red a letter to you too, an I. Okay, give it an I. I give it like a, a roller coaster butt. <laughs> roller Ooh. coaster butt. Like sometimes it goes a little bit above, but then it just goes almost further down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, then, but then it'll go like kind of whoa, no! It's like that the whole time. I my think feelings. you described it well. <laughs> Roller coaster, and, and when I'm giving it a cool, I'm still providing the fact that I'm listening to it as background music. Mm-hmm. That's I, that. 
it was weird because like I listened to his background music and I get through it and I sat down and start clicking songs just to like listen to him like focus and I was like oh no yeah. no, no. <laughs> that's real oh, no. that's real super real because I was like I, I I hearted some songs I went back and I was like no I don't think I actually like I don't like whoa, whoa, whoa. I remember the beginning I didn't like but then I went in the middle I was like oh yeah I did because I tuned in to the portions I liked right yeah yeah well them's what just the facts. Alright for me. Alright, cool alright. Cool. Roller coaster, roller coaster butt. butt. Enrique. Yeah. <laughs> roller coaster butt. I love it. What, I love that. What a rating. I love it. Roller coaster butt. Big fan. Well, speaking of roller coasters and nonstop S-K. energy and putting my hands in the air, uh, Lil Pump, a man who has garnered so much hype off of songs like D Rose, Molly, and Flex Like Ooh, ooh. the 16 year old Esketet Sensation. Has now officially graced us with his debut, the Lil Pump self-titled tape. Um, I guess I'll start with this one. So this one is interesting for me because, I mean, kind of like what we've been saying, I'm curious to see what a person who has just un, you know, related singles thrown out there yeah. and that are just, I mean, songs like Gucci Gang where you're just saying Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. It's curious to see, like, what... <laughs> 37 minutes of, of that, that is gonna be like yeah, that's what it was. will I get bored or will it's is it gonna get interesting is will he have more depth but the 16 year old came out here he released his debut project and honestly I I got what I wanted out of it I was I was able to find like wow I guess you can just have a lot of songs that have a lot of hype energy and can make me move in my seat in various ways I mean there's a misstep with um, pinky tape, pinky Jesus ring, Christ, which is like, a... ugh. But I mean, I get it. You're from Miami. Rick Ross, I guess, oh. is a Miami legend. Um, you're gonna want him to be on your tape. But boy, was that bad idea. Trash. Don't do that again. Um, <laughs> bad, yeah, bad. <laughs> pinky ring, bad. But other than that, there's a lot of songs I like on here. I mean, of course, there's the flex like Ooh Molly that I know already. Um, but there's plenty of songs I like on here that, for the first time, were great experiences. Um, what you saying? Um, let me get the track list up here. Back with Yachty. Back with Yachty is great. And, uh, some of uh, go crazy hearing the full version. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, there's just like not a lot of songs that I would skip here. At my door, Youngest Flexer with Gucci Mane, Whitney with Chief Keef. Um, quick aside, Chief Keef sounds great right now. Yeah, he whoa. ditched the auto tune. He's got bars. I like, he's just sounding great. It started weirdly on the Mac Miller project a little while ago. Um, Good Morning. <laughs> he had a song where where I first heard him without auto-tune. I was like, is that fucking Chief Keef? Weird. But he's just fucking killing it. Um, I mean, we'll get to Smoke Perps, but he has a feature on that. N- kills it. One of the best verses on the intro song. Um, but he sounds great. But yeah, I don't know. I mean... I was waiting for this, kind of, where I was like, I thought Ugly God was going to give it to me, didn't really give it to me. thought Main Tokyo was going to give me this, didn't really give it to me. But this is the first where I'm just like, you're a SoundCloud artist, you've kind of called what unfortunately is now called Mumble Rap, but this was like a, my example of like, oh, this is a solid like Mumble Rap. This is a bunch of songs that I can get hyped to and just like enjoy when I want high energy yeah. and I want to have a good time and I want to, you know, plenty of songs I can bump at a house party, like... Just good fun that lasted 37 minutes to me. Other than Pinky Ring, 
this the last did, song. This did, yeah. Other than the last song, unfortunately, I was able to like listen through all of this and enjoy every song for what it was. You know what I mean? I didn't obviously didn't get any crazy lyricism. It was yeah. like uh, I think there was only one. There's one lyric. one like lyric that I was in, genuinely like. Ooh, good one, pump. I had one. You had one. I'm so excited to hear what you got. Um, I'm chopping up a brick like I know karate. Okay. I was like, haha, that's funny. I like Man. that. Um, but just like you know, it's just a lot of energy, a lot of just me being like. Repetition. Yeah. Repetition. 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 Yeah. Catchy. Yeah. So I. I mean, I was okay for it. Well, for what it was. Hip hop. I got what I wanted. Yeah. So I don't know. What are the other thoughts? Enrique, Austin. Who wants to go? Who wants to go? You want rock paper scissors? You want to? I go. You go. I go. Um, I thought it was really good. Hey! Wow! Whoa, I was I was nervous. I was this like, "What's he gonna say?" What's he, what's well, gonna I, say? I think before I was saying that like the the, the idea of like cra- this is not like a crafted album, mm-hmm. but it's just like every song is like a pretty catchy, good single, right? Which is like pretty rare. The fact that I don't know, maybe he's just really talented, or maybe it's just like has the luck, formula, luck or formula. But he's able to make each song just like fun and also kind of different from each other, yeah. so it didn't get too. I think it's almost weirdly it's a weird comparison, but it's kind of like a thriller scenario, which mm-hmm. is kind of like mm. a, there's like a pop, it's kind of like tra- trendy sounds, but they're all they're also everything on thriller is like a single. There's not like a coherent thing going on, yeah. but every song is pretty good except for the last one. And <laughs> spooked us. Dang but, um, follow. But yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I, there's not much to say on it. Just like it's kind of like this very visceral. In your face, loud, fun music, and follow me. Uh, the Two Chains song is amazing. Jeez, like, ice that out. Song, that, song, out. that song is literally one of my favorite songs. Like, incredible. What's up, Lil Pump? Dude, what incredible. Is it? Shotgun, Lil Pump. It's like goddamn. Dude, the yeah. Two Chains feature is so good. Best. It's so good, and then like. It's just so much fun. I wish it just had like a better end. I wish it could have just this fucking like crazy, like just loud and obnoxious mm-hmm. ending to it. Yeah. I've been like, yeah, this is over. But yeah. it was just kind of like an okay song. Ugh. I wish like this whole song was just like a fucking like a riot and like yeah. a party at the same time. And it was just like a great fun thing to listen to. Like it really like flew by. Like it was just. Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought all the beats were great. I thought he was so much fun. All the features killed it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like this weird thing. I don't know. I, I was, like, I was, yeah, I was really surprised to see a project that just fully glided me through the whole thing off just hype alone. Where I was just like, "Yep, every one of these songs is catchy in their own way. I can get through this really easily. It just, it doesn't feel like them going through a lot. It was just like, oh, it's over. Like, it was just kind of like thirty-seven wow. minutes is like a pretty good. That's, yeah, that was the, that's the formula. That's, I think that's, that's what that it is. is there the wasn't, it wasn't too long because that's. If this was yeah. five songs longer, yep. ugh, it would have been a lot harder to deal with. Right. If this was a Yachty 21, I would have been like, ooh, damn, like, right. you're stretching it. So, yeah, he, he hit the length. Um, um, yeah, is hit a good length. He got some great features. He crafted some good songs that are catchy and different. And he's able to create catchphrases and say the same thing over and over again. And let it be ca- Like, it didn't get annoying like other people I don't know what about it maybe it's his voice maybe it's just the words he chooses 
it just works. It's just like I don't know. He just it just it just works. Right. Is my review. <laughs> it, yeah. it, there's not a lot going. If you listen to one song, you don't like it, then get away because none of it. There's not. Gonna, yeah, you, you're not going to get swayed. But if you're like, oh, this is pretty fun. The rest of it is the same amount of fun, and it won't actually lose its luster throughout. Yeah. So yeah, that's my. I think it's. Uh, I don't know. I'll throw my review out. I think it's pretty cool. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to have to agree with you. I'm going to give it a cool. I think, I, yeah, I just really, I finally got what I wanted from a quote unquote uh, SoundCloud rapper where it was just like a lot of hype, a lot of songs that I can just pump me up, get me through my day, get me through my boring job and just like enjoy it, you know, and give me a boost of energy, a boost of confidence. And it was just really, I was glad. I was, you know, I was really happy for this 16 year old to be able to be like, wow, there's something about him where he's just legitimate and I appreciate the lane that he's going in he didn't stray out of it he didn't you know falter in any way and he just kind of did what he set out to do well it, it kind of just like a quick thing before you go on yeah. it's just like Ray Schremer is I think is an example of mm-hmm. kind of like just fun yeah, yeah. and yeah. the bad thing with Ray Schremer is like sometimes I feel like halfway through the project there's like a down right viral and I'm like oh for like a couple songs it comes back well alright but yeah. then like that down spiral really is a bad taste in your mouth right and I feel like when making this type of music, it's you put yourself in a very precarious situation where, like, if, I think if you misstep in the middle, you can really fuck up the right. thing. Like, you can really, if you make a couple mistakes, you can totally kill the vibe of the whole album, and you'll feel kind of lost, and you might not enjoy it as much. But the fact that it consistently stayed really good until the end is crazy, mm-hmm. and it's it's rare, and it's just fun. I don't know. It's just like a really. Uh, it's a really easy thing to get like monotonous and boring or like like lose its le- like become less interesting but he somehow just swam past all that and like <laughs> he fucking did it yeah it's uh he's he's a wild man um i feel like with that his songs and at least for me i feel like a lot of because it is repetitive a lot of like how much I like a song 100% depends on the one phrase that he's gonna say a thousand times yeah and he somehow picked the right phrase and for some of them I wasn't pumped really I'm gonna say this is wild because I was you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen Austin the Mr. SoundCloud is the one who enjoyed this project the least interesting go on I liked it (laughs) I liked it but there were some things where I was like man okay Uh, the song 4 I don't even remember it it, it got to the end, and I was like, whoa, that song just happened. I didn't even hear it, and it was fine. Um, I'm not saying it's bad by any means. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was exactly, like, of SoundCloud mixtapes and albums come out in a while, this was, like, the most of a SoundCloud thing that you could make, and it was good. It was good. Um, but uh, I feel like depending your entire, like, album, depending on, like, repetitive chorus, is fine and cool. You are a little pumped. That's your thing. That's what you do. Uh, but I liked it when he did go off and like actually say some things on certain songs, like Youngest Flexor. Youngest Flexor, he actually had some sort of lyrics going on. And I'm not some- someone who should say, like, every song needs to have lyrics. Get your D-Rose, get your Hunter on my wrist. All that shit is good and fun. But when he does say things, I get even more excited. So I, I get excited when he says things like, for- this is stupid. But he said, I don't watch movies. And I was like, <laughs> something about that got me so You're like, hmm. Because, like, I, I don't know. I, movies are good. I personally also don't watch movies very much. Like, it's just not, like, a medium I watch as much anymore. Movies are great, but I don't watch movies anymore. I'm watching, like, what's... I'm watching Twitch and live streams, and in an era of social media, there's so many other things to watch. I just like hearing a young kid be like, I don't watch movies. Something about that got me excited, and it showed me something about his character as a person much more than, like, junkies at the door. 
Junkies at the Door, which was fine. <laughs> that song was a weird one. Um, at the end of the day, I liked it a lot. The features felt pretty weird on, I feel like, a lot of them. Gucci was fun. Chief Keef blew my mind with the lack of autotune. Yeah. I didn't even know it was him, but it was good. 2 Chains destroyed the game. Destroyed. Just, just, just obliterated. I want, I, I, I want them to work together forever. I want That the, was so good. So amazing. They watched the throne of Lil Pump and 2 Chains. Dude, they're fucking so good together. Mm-hmm. Also, 2 Chains is like killer fucking guest verse, dude. Yeah. That's like, what he's best at. That's his thing. I mean, he, he had yeah. like the record for like most features in a year at one point. Yeah. Like, he, he's balling out with the features. Yeah. And I also like that he goes into his features 100% aware of the sound and what type of thing yeah. he's doing. He came in like, I've listened to Lil Pump. Let's do a Lil Pump song. <laughs> he came in and said, let's get it. And I loved that about him. Meanwhile, Rick Ross came in and said, oh, just like he always says. And I felt like Rick Ross didn't say fucking anything interesting. Also, the sample for that beat was something that Slump God did with X, potentially, yeah. at one point. Was a little weird hearing it, it slowed was down, slowed not down exciting. and in the background. Slowed down, not exciting in the background. Last song with Rick Ross. What the fuck kind of last play was that? End of the day, uh, I apologize for the lengthy review. I don't mean to repeat myself, but this is a little pump album, and uh, I did like it. I don't mean to hate on it by any means. It lived up to the hype by far, but when he said things like, I don't watch movies, it surpassed the hype, and that's kind of somewhere I wanted it to go more. But... I'm excited for what's next. Keep Lil pumping away and do do the loot do. What do you get? I'm gonna give it a cool. I'm gonna give it the almost same amount of cool as the Trippy Red one, because I feel like it. Both of these albums were like showing that these artists have the sauce and they got a lot more things to do. I want more Lil Pump. Lil Pump Two. I'm very excited. I I liked it. I I, definitely liked it. I generally think it kind of peaked for me. I don't think he can do this again and be being as invested. That's that's going to be the test. I don't don't know if he's as capable. I don't know if I want to know. (laughs) I don't know. Like he does say ridiculous stuff. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well then, I think it's time to move on to his main homie, the other half of this hype duo. Smoke Perp with his debut project, Dead Star. And I want to launch into this one because I actually have a lot to say about Please. this one. Um, so, again, this one is interesting because there's a lot about Smoke Perp that actually separates him from Lil Pump to me. Where it's he's kind of on a different level. Yeah. And But unfortunately, I do agree and you guys really perfectly like put it out there for me where it's like, I think it's just a little too long. And I think towards the end, it unfortunately loses some steam. But there's a solid, like, 13 of the, like, 16 tracks that are on here that are, like, really good to me. And what separates him to me is where Lil Pump is just, you know, going off of energy and repetition. He's, like a, he's like a cartoon. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where he has just full energy and he's full, like, on all the time. Smoke Perp has a little bit of introversion for me. Yeah. And he has a little, a little bit more depth. Sweet. And I don't know, maybe I'm filling in things that aren't there. But I feel no. like, as opposed to just, like, Lil Pump who has, like, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Smoke Perp's, like, repetition... He does, I mean, of course, yeah. have repetitious, like, repetitious lines. But some of them awesome. have, like, more depth to me where I'm just like... You're yeah. actually, like, saying something that's, like, interesting or, like, shows me of something about you. I don't know. You so, yeah, know. like, there's something that's different from... That separates, like, a Gucci gang, Gucci gang, or walk in a club and I flex, like, ooh, to, like, I don't know you, you know me, bitch. Or, like, a, I don't want friends, I want Audis. Or his, like, actual, like, full-on chorus that's not just, like, a full-on repetition. But he has, in Streets Love Me, he has, like, the first actual chorus we've heard from either of them. And the chorus is, um... Mama told me, boy, stay out the streets, don't be your pops. 
Came in with the mag just like a pussy, let it pop. Mama told me, boy, stay out the streets because you get popped. Told my mama, I'm sorry, I'm the one who's sending shots. Ooh. So that's an actually just like well-crafted way of saying the pretty classic hood narrative, right? You have a mother who's like, son, I know. you're. Look, you're young. I don't want you to go into this street life. It's dangerous. It's bad. Don't be like your dad who presumably is either a dead or in jail because of this life. Um, you know, just don't do it. But instead, he gets into the life. He likes it. He enjoys it. Um, and then she, he becomes kind of what she fears. He's the one who's out there causing the danger, causing the shots. And then, of course, the final part of the chorus is, um, um, I can't leave the streets because the streets love me. And he's officially been brought in and he's addicted to the life. And there's some, I mean, it's a pretty repetitious verse, but I mean, chorus, but it's, it's interesting. It gives there's, depth there's to what's going on in Smoke Perf's life. And I actually like appreciated that where I'm like, one, this sounds cool. And two, like, oh, I like understand what's going on in your life rather than just lavish statements. Like, Ooh, I like, Gucci. right. So I was like, oh, wow. Like. I'm getting something here. And I think that's really, like, why, like, as a big Lil Pump fan, why the Lil Pump album didn't live to the supreme hype that I wanted it to. As much as it was up there, there were no moments in this Lil Pump album where I'm like, I get to know more of your character. As someone who literally has listened to D-Rose 100 on my wrist probably 100 times on right. my ear. Like, I've heard that song so many fucking times, and I've heard the repeat, repeat gimmick with Molly, Boss, all of it. And it's good. But, like... Like you said, I, I love the repetitive aspects, but when you can add that little extra bit of like... Here's, that paints a picture. My, here's my person. Here's my... I am a cartoon character, but here's a feature about me. Right. I don't watch movies. I don't know. Like, yeah. And look, like Smoke Perp does that where he's doing the repetitive thing, but he's also saying, and here's a peek at my character. And that's why, like, this, you know, you said that really well. So, so that's what kind of took it to the next level, but unfortunately, it's not like fully perfect because I was almost ready to like... I was getting through like... A good amount through this, and I was like, this could be a Mondo cool. But it ends up being a little too long, and there's yeah. some missteps. Um, unfortunately, R.I.P. Max is kind of... Uh, and um, But it just kind of lasts too long, where it just like, I didn't have the... Sorry, that scared the... Spooked them! Shout out to the follows that we're getting. Oh I like, it keeps us on our toes. I, don't, I thought I was going to turn off alert, alerts. That scared the shit out of damn, me. But damn, shouts out. Yeah, maybe we should do this on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, right. Wednesdays are the time. Shout out! I'm down. Um, but damn, yeah. Uh, I was just kind of like, wow. The, there's a lot more depth to this and it's hype. And there's like a bunch of songs I want to repeat all the time. But it was just a little too long where I was just kind of like, there's definitely a noticeable part of the album where I start losing a little steam. And that's going to take away me giving it like a high Mondo cool. But I'm really excited. And whereas we were kind of saying we don't know where Lil Pump's going to go from here. I'm way more excited to see where Smoke Perp's going to go. Totally. I want to see if he'll get more into his story. I want to see if he can continue making these hype tracks. And I think, once again, he's just really interesting. And I'm way more interested in the story of Smoke Perp. Yeah. Now. No, for real. Uh, wait, so you mostly agree with uh, Mark, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, just really quick, I, one thing I want to add. You said, like, this album very much loses steam. And, like, we're talking about albums being long, like, exactly with this one. I feel like this album I actually started listening to, like, five times. Mm -hmm. Didn't finish it most of the time. Right. Because I was like, all right, great. I got my Smoke Perp, like, fiend action. Because, honestly, I think it's it's exact, it's almost exactly ten minutes longer than Lil Pump. It's too much. And I feel like, yeah, that's ten, ten minutes, minutes too much. Ten minutes too long. If it ended that's at 37. Five, that's five SoundCloud Yeah. Like, if it, that <laughs> ended at 30. If this album ended at 37 minutes... It would have been like a perfect Hit. album. Great album. Totally I would have been like, this is incredible. Yeah. Smoke Perps. You gotta know them. 
Um, yeah, so I, I like this less than Lil Pump. Huh? But I do agree his... <laughs> Who? No, huh? I, yeah, I agree. I thought his character was more interesting than Lil Pump, so I thought perhaps maybe in the future I would be more excited to see... I, I feel like Lil Pump peaked to me in my in my okay. perspective in the last time. I was like, this is probably as good as this gonna this is gonna get for me. This is about as fun as it's gonna be. It's really fun. Yeah, it's, it's really, really, it's really fun. fun. This is like the most fun thing. I mean, and the album guy, cover is him on jet yeah, skis. Yeah, yeah. This, so this is just fun. So like, this is just fun. Like this whole thing, he just somehow was able to keep fun going the whole time. And yeah, there's not a lot of introspection. It's not like I get to really know little, but he, he's just like a charismatic dude. So. <laughs> Uh, this dude is a, a little more introspective, and it has like some more interesting lines that he repeats, and like and some darker production, mm-hmm. like like significantly darker, yeah. like and moody too at mm-hmm. points. And I like I appreciate like the tone and stuff that he can set and whatnot. It seems like he has way more of like an identity he's trying to form right. and whatnot, but it just doesn't come off. As like fully developed, yeah, the yeah. Pump, no, that's, I, that's what I, I was like. This is the peak form of like what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like this is what he wanted it to be. I would have totally agree. And with, that. with Smoke Perp, I don't think it's exactly where, uh, where he's going. He's interesting, but he's not there yet. Right. But I still think the song's really fun. I think the uh, there's a good portion of these songs that are fun and are cool. The one with Lil Pump is great too. They're like each other's albums. They're like brothers. Or they're really close. They're they are all, like they're yeah. they're very close. They're they in each other's like, videos. Yeah, they have to live with each other. I or think something. so. Like that amount of like they're just like in each other's songs. Right. Like it's almost like weird. They're not just a duo. Yeah. They should. Um. But yeah, I do appreciate the fact that like he is different and he has like kind of like a darker, more moody feel to him, but. Um, it's just some of the songs just like I get bored a little bit yeah. between or it's like the energy would drop off and like I'd be like oh, I don't remember that I kind of like uh, I don't remember having enjoying this as much or whatnot so like it was more of a mixed bag and there's but the highs are really high yeah and I do think there's potential more with this character to me in the future so I'd be more hyped to be like dude I want to see where this goes yeah the little pump I was like I got what I wanted this is the character I got what I wanted out of that and I don't know where it's going to go in the future, but like I can't, I don't know where, to be honest. That you yeah. nailed it. With Lil yeah. Pump, I don't know, but with fucking Smoker, I'm curious. I want, I want to see what this dude can do. Yeah, I definitely think you'll have but some more. But in terms of his whole albums, I think Lil Pump has the better one to me, and I, that's, that's the fair. one I'm going to go back to more. Like, there's nothing on this album that gave me the gratification of the two James Lil Pump songs. That was insane. That was literally one of the best Made songs. The album. It was so good, and. It's just like, I don't know, it's just like all the little pump things put like a smile on my face. But it's a different feel, entirely. Yeah, I think, weirdly, like, their album covers speak a lot to who they yeah, are. Yeah, like, Lil sure. Pumps is like for a cartoon sure. character on a yeah. jet ski, and yeah. then Smoke Perp is him in a casket. And it's so crazy, because they're so similar, yet not. Yeah. At all. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's... He has more depth to him. Right. And I don't know if Lil Pump can have that. He's not that person, he seems to me. He seems more like he's the fun dude at a party. I meant to They're look like, up Smoke Perp's age. You can keep going on your point. Yeah, I like that. Older, right? I like that. I like that. At the end of the day, I thought it was good. I would say it's like, um, it's like a. I guess if, if Lil Pump was a cool, this would be like a high eye to low cool. Because, like, yeah. there's only a couple songs I really loved and I would go back to, but as a whole, I like the mood of it. Yeah. But I would get bored at points. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I'd be like, oh, is this song over yet? Yeah. And, yeah. And there's too long. Again, 37 minutes, probably the ideal. Yeah. 35, probably 30 to 37 minutes for, like, this type of music. 
even if it's like a little darker or moodier um that I do just yeah. cause like a lot of these are just energy driven kind of projects cause it's all like just voice and instrumentation yeah. that pull, pushes it through so there's only so much you can give off and the longer you stay the more the less you feel the that. more you drag yeah it has to be kind of like a punch yep. right and I feel like it's just like it, it was a little too long and that really can hurt something like this. Right. Very much so. It's like very, very important. Like timing is such an important thing. It, and especially with these. Like yes. it's so it's like I, it astonishes me how important it is. Because I just like Lil Pump just killed it with that timing and it just made me feel so great about the whole experience. Well like smoke perp at the end, I was just like, Huh, okay, I guess yeah. it's over now. But I was like, I did like these songs though. But Lil Perp, with Lil Pump, I was like, ooh, wow, that was that was crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this last song was okay, but let's fucking go back to this yeah. two chain yeah. song. Yeah, like yeah. So again, uh, uh, hi, I like I think he's an interesting dude worth checking out if you want kind of like I guess a little more interesting introspective version of like the level of this type of music. If you think like you want the not lot adept. <laughs> but definitely some. Yeah, like, not, it's not like a, a conscious or like fully emotional going. album. But there's there's character. Yeah, it. there's there's like more shades other than like I'm a fucking beat the shit out of all you. <laughs> like let's fucking party. Yeah, like, <laughs> and ride dolphins. Like, <laughs> yep. But yeah, I mean, I, I I'm gonna give it a cool. I really wanted to be able to uh, give it a mondo cool just because there's songs that are so hype to me and that like I'm definitely gonna be repeating. Um, Audi, you don't owe me. Um, which I'm gonna call it? Bless your trap. Um, okay. Um, no safety. Krispy Kreme. Count up. I mean, there's just a lot of songs that I really enjoyed, and I really wanted to just overall say it's a mondo cool. But yeah, it just it's a little too long, and as Enrique said, like it just length can really wear down music like this. So in music in general, but specifically, specifically in like, like SoundCloud, yeah, SoundCloud yeah, there's a reason track, yeah. SoundCloud songs are two minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if you take like okay, the closest I I know Anthony Fantano made this. Uh, a connection and I think he's right about like this being more of like a punk type phase mm-hmm. where like the song like punk music is two th- two minutes thirty seconds three minutes yep. and if you put too much like those albums if they're too long it they're fucking tough. just starts to bleed it's, yeah. just, it's just blaring guitars and loud music for way too long yep. and so there is yep. like a very much like a this short and, and concise is like conciseness is what's needed right so um, maybe that's like a, a type of model I think maybe some of these people should look at like I think that's the most relevant type m- music to what they're trying to achieve definitely agree cause like yeah punk has like fucking uh, 50 tons like there's party punk and then there's like fucking just dark and introspective stuff yeah I'd rather have a four song SoundCloud album that I can play twice than an eight song like or like a bad thumps. yeah yep cool but yeah cool for me what's your uh, final give it a nice little cool nice but I, I filled in the O's with some eyeballs and so, it's but this, around so does this fall <laughs> okay so where, where does this cool fall because you gave three cools so I'm just interested yeah I have trouble with that so yeah no this is we all gotta cool. take a stance, rank them rank them rank them yeah. alright let's go um fuck Lil Pump and Lil Pump number one that's it. That's it. But Trippy Red insanely close because I love the so, concept so smoke and sound. Is the third? Yeah. Okay. But That's but if we had more things going on, 
Like it probably would be higher than a lot of. Oh, other this is things. funny. So okay, these are like these are like the shits I like. And if you listen to, my, I actually differentiated my scores. So I think mine are pretty obvious. Little pump, then smoke perp, then trippy red, and then mm-hmm. where do you? I'm smoke perp, little pump, trippy red. Love it. Cool. I'm a nervous, except for me and you on Triple Red, there was no consensus. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool, though. That's what I like about this podcast. And speaking of the podcast, I love that we can all, like, listen to the same thing and get, like, different ideas yeah. about it. And I think that's what's so enjoyable about this. Like you said, everyday struggle, but we like each other. That's that's the fact. Because, like, we'll disagree on shit, but it goes nicely. Because we're like, yeah, okay, I see your perspective. It's nice. Man, shout out to uh, music and the way it makes us think. Yeah, oh, wait, no, right. we, we both put Lil Pump at number one. So that's I, true. I agree a little bit with both. But of I you. very much struggled. I, I wanted to put Trippy Red <laughs> number one. I wanted to put Trippy Red number one, but it's like, it needs three more minutes in the oven. That's all. And that's the facts, ladies and gentlemen. This has been another episode of Mondo Cool. Mondo, Mondo, Mondo. Cool, cool, cool. Of course, we love you. And we will be back maybe Wednesday. Wednesday was pretty popping today. So maybe, I don't know, Wednesday next week, boys. <laughs> we'll discuss. Let's figure good. it out. Pretty we'll popping. see. We'll see. Uh, either way, tune in. I think Mark's going to stream on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Just because we set that precedent. Yeah, yeah. So, that's just the facts. Yeah. Um... We'll catch you on the flip side, y'all. And uh, have a sweet day.